It would be you hard. You know that I don't say the word C-U-M. Mel would have been a big part of the Me Too movement. She was a bigger woman, but that's okay. I was into it 100%. would vote for genocide over amen amen was the worst hello and welcome we are back from the ballerlifestyle.com it is the baller lifestyle podcast oh can you hear me my name i'm making an insta story i got a lot going on here i'm recording insta stories i need a proper producer and and a video guy we need to take this to the next level but we need to do it for free so guys figure that out for me uh like i said my name is brian beckner this is the baller lifestyle podcast episode 212 see if i had a producer i would know that uh 212 of the show this is we're we're knee deep we're balls deep in our official 1980s baller lifestyle podcast sitcom tournament and a lot a lot a lot of controversy on Twitter. People don't like the shows. We've we've omitted shows. We've brought in trash shows. You got it's not like it's not like you can have 64 dukes. You got to you got to play the the teams that are there. Like the the a directional Maryland beat number 1 Virginia this week, guys. Hello. You never know what's going to happen in these things. That's why it's a fucking tournament. That's why you play it off. Uh, But I'm super stoked that you guys are involved and have opinions, even if they are negative ones. I very much appreciate that. Uh, Joining me now, as always, of course, it's Ed Daly, nobody's favorite. Ed Daly, how are you, buddy? Uh, Yeah, I lost. Wait, you you stole one one of the people who liked me this week, right? I, I did? Didn't somebody say I'm switching from Ed to Brian? I can't. Oh yeah, yeah uh, unicorn killer. Yeah, because of my because of my my dreadlock opinion. Oh, he switched from you to me. Yeah, oh, yeah he was great. with me. Great. There's and plenty he, of room on the bandwagon. He was with me despite my failings, and he was like, you know, he's like, I hung with you through the sandals <laughs> and the night showering. I got to tell you, it was like it was such snakes. a go with the Birkenstocks. Yeah. Yes. He was like, he's like, I hung with you. He's like, but then he's like, you're not your dreadlock opinion. And I, what, and I, I think that's my fault because I was saying that dreadlocks come from dirty hair. And I'm not saying that people with dreadlocks are dirty or have dirty hair. I'm saying, saying that that's the bikes. origins, right? That's not, but that's the origin. That's, that's what, where they came from in, you know, 5,000 years I ago have, or whatever. So it's such a problem that, uh, when I watch historical, fic, you know, movies or you know whatever it is, a movie or TV show, and I often think of how bad the people must smell. It drives me crazy. I can't. I can't stop thinking about it. I mean, you got to think uh, like deodorant was like like eighteen eighty eight or something. Toothpaste yeah. was like was like eighteen fifty. You know, in that but, ballpark. But that stuff like that like levels itself out. All, all you really got to do is bathe. All you got to do is wash your balls and your butthole and your armpits and clean your mouth. I mean, when you wake up, I, when I wake up in the morning, the, the thing I did right before going to bed is brush my teeth. When I wake up in the morning, I feel like I have sweaters on my teeth. Totally, 100%. And I, 
Can you imagine sure if this, you just go through life like that? Sweaters on your teeth yeah. all the time. I'm sure this will draw the wrath of the listeners, but I sleep with a mouth guard. And so, and so that's just, yeah, I'm a grinder. And um, so that's just like a little extra gross. So I'm literally, I what get up it? and like I got like a, is it like a, it's just, uh, like, just like your football mouthpiece, Steph, Steph Curry mouth guard. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I get up and I sprint, I rip it out of my mouth and I run to the bathroom and I rinse it off and I immediately brush my teeth because I've had this gross thing in my mouth all night long. Um, I lost my train of thought. I had, oh, I was reading, I w- was reading that book Sapiens and they're yeah. talking about, um, it's about the, you know, le- uh, evolution of humans. And, uh, they were talking about when the con- conquistadors, landed in Mexico to conquer the Aztecs and they cruised up off their ships and they thought they were like being worshipped because the Aztecs were following them around burning incense and they're like, oh yeah, they must think we're gods. And it was because they smelled so bad because the Aztecs had figured out how to bathe. And these and these Spanish yeah. conquistadors came over in their armor. Yeah, and they're the, just the, sweating. The They've metal been at sea. Hats and yeah. Oh, <laughs> and God. they just reeked. They Can smelled terrible. They they probably were wearing like leather. They're probably, I mean, <sighs> conquistadors is hard work. That would. It, when you're when you're when you're destroying an entire uh, people, yeah, you're murdering. When you are just like making shady deals and just yeah. wiping out people, you're working up a pretty serious sweat. Yeah, they didn't have flushable wipes back then. They didn't. They didn't groom. They're all hairy. It's disgusting. They're swarthy as fuck. They're Spanish. Um, and, but that does. It always takes me out of the moment, like when I'm watching a movie and there's like a love scene or whatever, and they've like spent the night together and then they wake up and they're like kissing in the morning. And I'm like, you are fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like you get clean your fucking mouth. It is Go weird. Brush how your people, teeth. How freely Hollywood just does that. It's so gross. Meanwhile, they'll like cover up with a sheet, but they'll totally just go for a first thing in the morning makeout when it's just the opposite. It's just stride to the bathroom nude and brush that fucking mouth of yours, weirdo. Yeah, even if you're you're really trying to be quick about it. I mean, I it's not it's not something that happens in my life, but like like a mouthwash or something. You you can't just go in full sweater on teeth and make out. No, no, you cannot. Awful, hundred percent. No, yes. Um. I uh, I I wanted to point out that uh, you know as enjoyable as all these upsets are in the tournament. Yes. Well, now we've got a five seed, a bad year from Kentucky, and they are going to walk to the final four now. Are they really? That's, is that is that how it's set up? They are the five seed in the first ever region to have its top four seeds eliminated. Oh, nice! So it's like you know, yeah. as much as I yeah, like more Kentucky, as much as I it always like turns out to be Cal, the same teams. I do like yeah. Greasy Cal, but like we're going to be looking at like a chalk Final Four. Probably we're going to see Duke I, versus Kentucky in yeah. the final. Like that's yeah. that's the bummer with Cinderella's because like you know it's fun to see a one seed go down, but when the one seed that does go down is Xavier, like they. That's not Duke. Right. That's that's a different yeah, one seed. I know. It's like Xavier. You know, it's like a small college. Yeah, they're pr- usually pretty good at basketball, but not great. So it's like you kind of, you know, if you got to pick a one seed that you want to see advancing, it'd be them. Right. And then, like, uh, remember that yeah. one year, Wichita State was the one seed, and they got upset by eight seed Kentucky. I think Kentucky yeah, might have yeah. won the whole thing that year. But, like, right. yeah, Kentucky has a bunch of freshmen. They take a while to gel. But, like, yeah, now they have the easiest path to a Final Four. 
And, and they have great athletes. That right. World Wide West delivers all the best athletes to Kentucky. And this, we, what do we know about this John Calipari? He's not an X's and O's guy. Jimmy's he's and just like, yeah, he's just like, roll the ball out there. Make sure the best guy has it most of the time. Now, of and all those guys, we'll be good. Of all those shady yeah. one and done guys, I, I like Cal. I think he oh, yeah. he says it like it is. He's pre- he's pretty upfront about. He's just trying to give these guys NBA degrees. He's not looking to pretend like Coach K still pretends he's you know this sanctimonious piece of shit. And like right. he's got all as many one and dones as Calipari. Yeah, or Roy Williams saying like Dag Nabbit and you know if he's folksy right. and sort of sounds like a you know a G-rated Foghorn Leghorn. But like he's he's just as shady as Cal. He just tries to uh, yeah, be he's, about it. He, he coaches at a school that had a that had a just major fake. with no classes just for football players. <laughs> just fake. Right. But uh, uh, I do yeah, I do sort of agree with that. And it is kind of funny that the FBI, like all these different schools are named in an FBI investigation and all and these all these assistant coaches have been indicted and and Kentucky's not on the list. No. Like you figure I mean, obviously because they got their own thing going. <laughs> Well, but my buddy, buddy. Who, my buddy who knows, uh, he, I think he told me about an AAU coach dealing with him. It's like Cal is just so far removed from the process. Of course. Like these other guys, I mean, whether or not that Sean Miller thing comes true where he was like actually brokering money for a player, like Cal has a, has a well-oiled machine at this point. That can't be true except that it was reported. Like it's not like somebody has heard some tapes right. with. Sean Miller, sweaty Sean Miller's voice on him. But it's just like, it's like Tony Soprano. Like you have people that work for you that do this stuff. And then somebody that you trust meets you in a secure place and there's no voicemails and there's no emails and there's no texts or anything like that. Exactly. Um, I also wanted to just point out uh, a, a kind of a feel good story. I, I think it was one of those, you know, when you get the link at the bottom of a story. So it's like just kind of popped up out of nowhere. There's some old Hollywood producer that died, and he had like, Robert Evans. No, that's that, what is it? The kid stays in the picture. That's a so good, pretty fantastic. So good. The first time I ever used cocaine. <laughs> um, but n- what is this? What is this crazy white powder? <laughs> yeah, Bob Evans. Yeah, that was the first time. The first time right. the cops jumped up on you. Um. <laughs> No, some some guy like wrote his memoirs and then died a few years ago, and they're finally uh, publishing it. And like he was either with Judy Garland or just real close with her. And apparently, the big reveal was that those Munchkins are really grabby with Judy. Oh, I believe it. Hand under the skirt, and they used to have like drunken orgies back at the hotel. Oh, I've heard I've heard this before. Those Munchkins were up to some shit. There was a rumor that there was like a neighborhood. And this could be urban legend, but there was a neighborhood here in Southern California that was like an exclusively little people neighborhood where like all the midges, they all lived in the same neighborhood and drove their little cars and lived in their little houses. And it was just like a whole like civilization of little people and they were just drunk and they were just having orgies. And it was maybe, maybe that's where that story came from. Oh yeah. Because I mean, when you see a little person, like the world is not designed for you. No. Like there's a, there's a little person that lives in town and you see him just because he's, He's 
different than every other person in town. And it's like just like the seats on the subway. Like everything is just harder for you. That's a that's a really tough gig. I feel really just, bad for little people. Yeah, and you got you got the nubby fingers and just like and and being real tall also an issue. Sure. You can't sit on a sitting on an airplane seat. You can't, you know, you got a duck indoors. And at least if you you're an NBA player, you can customize shit. But you see some really right. t- tall people, and like everyone asks them if they play basketball, and they're just a tall yeah. guy. And it's like, sorry, yeah. yeah, sorry, I'm not Will Chamberlain. And also, if you're really tall, like, why aren't you good at basketball? Right. Like, then you're thinking this guy must really be a shitty athlete. That's that's why NBA guys are so amazing because they're not they're not just great athletes they're the best athletes and they have these huge bodies and if you see a normal huge guy walking around he's tripping over shit it's it's hard to control a massive body yeah, like that my buddy Simon he's big dude six six not oh that's so tall not an NBA player <laughs> as a matter of fact matter of fact he was the weak link on our college rec team. Really at six six, yeah, just hey, just camp out just, underneath and keep your hand, yeah. hands in the air, and right. it's going to be at least a tough layup. No, just throw it off the square like every time. Like, People are coming out of me backpedaled. Use uh, those, use those six six. He didn't like the contact. Uh, just update: Bob Evans still with us. Really? Yeah. You want to you want to guess an age? I mean, it's not. I don't think we're gonna get anything too surprising out of this. I mean, he's got it. He's got to have a nine handle. It's pretty close. Oh. June twenty ninth, nineteen thirty. Okay, all right. So eighty seven. Eighty seven years old. He's coming. He's, Bob Evans he's still waiting he, in there. He's rounding the corner towards the uh, Back to the Future age. Eighty eight. <laughs> Yeah, he's st- and, and he's still got the that, glasses. I mean, that'd be great if you could do the amount of cocaine he's done and live to eighty-eight. It's true. Pretty good. It's it's so much genetics. Because what what's this guy? Do you think this guy's ever fucking run any wind sprints? Yeah, think about that and dude, Jim Fix, who like wrote the book on right. running. Yes, the well, jogger. Did he even make it to fifty? I don't think so. Hmm. Or might, maybe early fifties. It's bullshit. Fucking Bob Evans. Live in the moment. Doing coke uh, off Valley McGraw's ass. Show recommendation that I've just started watching. It's on Hulu. It's a drama, The Looming Tower. Are you familiar? Is that the one where if the Nazis won, or is that something else? No, I could not get into that. Everyone was into that, and I watched like I an episode and a half. I do not recommend. What is I, the Looming I Tower? Do not like it. Looming Tower is a so it's pre nine eleven. Okay. And it's an Osama bin Laden and the, his boys in Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. They were still calling him UBL. They hadn't changed it to Osama yet. Mm. Um, he he was ramping up his activity. They they bombed the um, the embassy in Nairobi. And it's all about how the FBI and the CIA had different agendas and they weren't sharing information. Yeah, well, and that's that's how we ended they, up where we are. They knew exactly what this guy was up to, just not the right yep. date, right? But like, and that apparently, we're, we're, like from about ninety seven or so, ninety eight, they knew he was he was planning something. Like all the all the guys stopped using the uh, commercial jets. All the like the the guys in the know stopped using commercial jets in the last few months. It was, it was oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they knew. Yeah, well, they, we're not. They knew something was up. 
Yeah, we're not to that part yet, but the CIA, Peter Skarsgård is like the main CIA anal- analyst. He's a good actor, but and you know, well, because the sh- movie started and I'm like, oh, he's on the good guys. And so it's a show. And you're like, oh, he's on the good guys. He's not playing a creepy bad guy like he always does. And then the, the movie progresses a little bit and you're like, oh, wait, yeah. No, yeah. That's, there's a reason you pa- cast Peter Skarsgård. Yeah, that's a problem sometimes when there's a twist and it always involves the guy you expected. Like, yeah. oh, let me guess. <laughs> right. Ed Harris turns out to be an asshole. Like, you know, like there's sometimes yeah. like it would be refreshing if it's just like, oh, no, actually, Ed Harris is just just a delightful guy in this one. Yeah, when I was watching, well, Death Wish pulled that. You got Vincent D'Onofrio, and you're like, all right, any minute now we're going to find out he's orchestrating this whole thing. And then it just goes through the whole movie, and they literally could have picked any actor to play the Vincent D'Onofrio part because there was nothing interesting about him or miraculous He played that role like Bubba Gump, like real stupid, very simple guy. Straight ahead. Not Bubba Gump, whatever, Bubba, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, the guy okay. who was Bird well, and Wildcat, Bubba. Right, yes. Uh, McKelty Williamson. 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 Also in, had diabetes in uh, Con Air. Mm-hmm. And yet he was uh, eating uh, snowballs. <laughs> exactly, that's how you get the diabetes. <laughs> uh, okay, anything else before we get... No. Caught up on whatever's going on here? Now we're good. Um, let's do some... We have some email here. Let's do... Oh, so the... Um, oh, I'm on the wrong spot on my... Hold on, my rundown here. The This sexy Rexy, the voicemailer, he's caught the... He's risen the ire of a lot of our emailers, and people want to weigh much. in. They want, it was a bit much. They want to... They want to give, he hasn't, I'm not completely annoyed by him yet. He, he gave me that really good advice on how to, on my pee drip situation, but people, people want to give us some backstory on him. Okay. Ballers, forgive me if you know this already and you probably do, but sexy Rexy is actually Rex from Albuquerque. And that's not like, it's not, is well, that from New Mexico? There's only two places right. that exist in, in uh, New Mexico. I mean, Santa that's Fe not and like, Albuquerque, right? Right. That's not. That's not. You're not really giving me any details on who he is. You just. You <laughs> he's just not sexy, taking, Rexy. He's Rex from Albuquerque. Right. He's out. He's told us he's from New Mexico, and he calls the Jim Rome show all the time. In fact, the first time he called Jim, he tried to sexy Rexy himself on air, and promptly got hung up on. And he usually gets run every time he calls. Please don't encourage him. I'm actually kind of getting sick of his bits. So this guy's not into Rexy. Anyway, you guys rock. Keep up the good work. I was in San Diego a few weeks ago. I briefly entertained the thought of getting to LA and trying to see if I could buy Brian and Kate a drink or two, but I decided that was too weird and creepy. So instead, (laughs) I had a Stone IPA or three in honor of the podcast and its dynamic trio. That is Chuck, hashtag Patreon. Good man. man. Hashtag Team Current. And hashtag Superhero for not coming up and trying to make physical contact with me here in Orange County. Yeah, I had a listener who was in Hoboken at one point. Oh, it's a one square mile town. Yeah. Well, luckily for me, I mean, he he seemed very nice, but I was out of the continent at the time, so I just kind of told him where to go in Hoboken. Uh, he was probably trying to make the quadfecta of encountering Artie Lang, 
Eli Manning, Brooke Lopez, and Ed Daly, <laughs> the four mo- the four most famous residents oh, of Hoboken. Man, I saw Artie like a couple months ago in in a, He's looking in a, bad. In a sandwich yeah. place, and he yeah he really looks like kind of like an old, really near death grandmother. He's well. I saw. I follow him on Twitter, and uh, I saw he like was. He's got a new book, and his first two books are really good. So I, I imagine I'll eventually read this one. And uh, he he's was like promoting it, and the picture on the cover it's, it looks like a real airbrushed Grandpa Al Lewis. Yeah, he does have that vibe too. Like I don't think Artie's even fifty. No, but he's. I think he's in like forty nine. As might you might 50. have known, he he hasn't taken great care of himself. No, he's lives a hard life. He's really. Do you watch Crashing? I have not seen the Pete Holmes show. Yeah, it's really good. It's um, like Pete Holmes is like not my favorite yeah, part of the show. Why I've never been a huge it's, fan of it. Yeah, and it's really especially because this season Pete Holmes gets a girlfriend, and is, the girlfriend's like really cute, and it's like drives me crazy. Like I'm, I have like some sort of like a jealous reaction right. that there's no way Pete Holmes could have a girlfriend that that's that's that cute. That said. It's a good show, and the, by far the best part of it is Artie. He's such a good actor, and he's playing himself, and he's kind of like a sad him, and it's really good. So I would, I, despite Pete Holmes, I would watch it if I were you. Okay. Uh, okay, here's another one. Also, let's get, we got to get out of the way, get Sexy Rexy out of the way here. Who gave this Sexy Rexy the right to give himself a nickname? <laughs> get the fuck out of here with that. Also, he sounds like Jason Stewart. That's from Ish. Well, I, I, I mean, you guys are calling him by it. He's nicknamed himself, but you guys have played right into it. That's right. He's, uh, if he calls back, it's I'll just Blake call him Black Rex Mom? from Albuquerque. Exactly. Right? You can't, People you can't call People started calling him Black Mom after he called himself that. Yeah, I hate that. Uh, okay, and then also we're going to do our 80s uh, – tournament and 80 sitcom tournament and people have really wanted to weigh in on that so let's get to a few of those okay great work on the 80s sitcom bracket but i have two issues to discuss okay you did not include we've got it made on your list it's a show about two i barely remember this it's a hot 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 chick blonde hold on i gotta google it yeah Oh, and, it, and I think if I remember, it starred the gay guy who is Bobcat Goldthwaite's twin in uh, in uh, Summer uh, uh, One Crazy Summer, the Stork Twins. I uh, sort of okay. Gay Matt guy. McCoy. He died of AIDS. J- oh, he did. Oh my god. Well, I mean, everybody, even even fucking uh, what's his name, Coleman from Trading Places, died of AIDS. Like, if you were a gay actor in the eighties. Yeah, you were getting the bug. Reagan didn't even sure. talk about AIDS until deep into his second term. Right. They weren't they weren't Weep. addressing shit. Now it's like the beatus. That's like right. You just you get you're cool. You like get it. Right. I think gay guys are just like fucking now. Like they don't even care. Uh we got it made as American sitcom that aired on NBC yeah, from September eighth, nineteen eighty three to March tenth, nineteen eighty four. I mean that's barely a season. It'd be a sixteen seat if it was even in here. Well, I remember and, her being Oh, and you know, Terry Copley. Copley, yeah. Oh, and and, Copley. Yeah, and so the one dude, the curly haired guy, was the guy from One Crazy Summer. The other dude might have been Lloyd Braun from uh, Seinfeld. I'm looking at it. Let's see who. Really? 
You know, that guy was like crazy. Yeah, I know Lloyd Braun. Let's see here. It's hard. These pictures are so small on Tom Villard is the is the guy who died of AIDS. Died of AIDS. Uh, no, he was in. Uh, oh, the other guy went to University of Maryland. He was in Police Academy Six, City Under Siege, as Sergeant oh, Nick Lassard. I believe that's the one that um, our very own Kate McManus's ex-boyfriend's dad directed. The guy that also directed Back to School. He played Lloyd Braun in two episodes of Seinfeld. Yeah, that's him. That's him. How's this Terry Copley? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember this chick. Oh, from Arcadia, California, just like our very our good friend Travis Rogers. Does he 1961. know 1961. feel like she's shaving that? Yeah, I feel like she's shaving that a little bit. Uh, interesting. Well, sorry about that, Bill. Let's see what else Bill has to say. <clears throat> it's a show about two bachelors that decide, decide to hire a hot living maid, Terry Copley, big fan, and the hilarity that will ensue. This show amazingly managed to last two seasons, but they did one, they did one season in 83, then didn't get renewed, but most everyone surprisingly was not committed to any projects hmm. when they tried a reboot season in 1987. You know, I remember that yes. in 87, I remember they were doing a thing where like they had different pilots and they were like fighting it out to see which one would, they like gave them all like maybe six episodes or something. They were trying to get them. And this was one of the ones fighting it out. Really? Like they, like they told the viewers, like we're, we're yeah. giving these shows a chance. Yes. And they, they gave it to like a few of them. Because I remember watching, and this was the one I liked because of Terry Copley. But these pictures, I mean, she's cute, but, you know, my memory of her was that she was in the same ballpark as Heather Thomas. and Yeah, she's like she's like 80s hot. She's, yeah, saying. she's cute. She's 80s hot, but not. Yeah. I mean, well, these pictures look a little more. These pictures aren't from the 80s. I feel oh, like these are more. Oh she, oh, she looks real good right there. Oh, did you do like an image? I was doing uh, image ser- search for We Got It Made. Oh, so those right, are all the promo. Right. Pro- oh, yeah, she's um, looking pretty good there. No, she's not bad at all. There's nothing wrong with her. Um, and B, I wish you would have put in First and Ten from HBO. You put in It's Gary Shandling Show from Showtime. That was actually on Fox. Fox. I, I mean – Football, OJ, boobs, what the hell else would you want to watch? Until next time, that's from Rights of Bill. I appreciate the feedback, Rights of Bill. I recall first and ten. I remember it being titties. I didn't have HBO. Yeah, I didn't have cable until high school. Yeah. So yeah. I my my parents were like the last people I knew of that didn't have cable. So for me, we got it made was a whiff. I, I told yeah. you I got to yeah, about you blew that one. You blew that one. 58 or so and then i just googled and just tried to find yeah. some stuff i mean when when we first announced this i thought we'd do like eight or 16 i thought 16 at the most and then you're like no we're doing 64 and i'm like how the fuck did anybody come up with that many shows uh so you're you are granted a pass on uh All right. on we've got it made thank you even though terry copley yeah huge fan. Fan. And and she used to be a big like suspenders to the side of her tits kind of I love that look. That was a what very 80s to that look? thing, right? Ah, oh, I love that. I love side boob. I love under boob. And I love suspenders to the sides of the boobs. I love that. Yeah. We need to bring that back. Uh, okay, another email. Underrated. 
Mr. Belvedere has Bob Euchre on the wing. Yeah. Roster depth. Just the 10 of us, the two hot daughters. Two, one, who we found out, likes to give blowjobs to underage boys. Too close for comfort. The two hot daughters. I mean, they were like. Oh, hey, Lydia Cornell was very hot. The other one, De- Deborah Van Valkenburg. Yeah, she's okay. She's okay. She was she was nice looking, but the other one was really hot. Yes, the blonde was super really hot. hot. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, that's from Brandon in Nashville. Thanks for that, Brandon. I think, and we just got one a little while ago from Dean. Dean tries to time it for the start of the show. Oh, here we go. Brian and Ed. My final four, Family Ties, Cosby Show, and Perfect Strangers Beating Cheers. Assume he means in the final. Also, I really like the concept of my two dads. Hey, kid, your mom's dead, and she was a total slut. (laughs) That's from Dean. That's how I I listened to one of these. uh, I think the podcast was called Up and Vanished, Uh and it was about a, a, a... beauty queen turned teacher in Georgia, like rural Georgia, that had up and vanished. And the more this guy dug into her life story, you realize that she was banging pretty much everyone who existed in, you know, south of the Mason-Dixon line. Good for her. And I was thinking, like, for the family, like, yeah, they want closure, but, like, they did learn that she had sex with just about every guy with it. Right. <laughs> that is, that is not, not the ideal. Like, that's not what you, it's, it's like that, um, it's like that, uh, man show bit that where they had the service that when you died, a, an alarm would go off and they would come to your house and clean up all your porn right. and stuff. We talked about that on the show. Like, that's what you, you will just want to keep the facade going. You don't want everybody coming in like, Looking through your phone and your Google searches and stuff like that. Right. You don't. You want to just just let it. Go. I'd rather not know. I'd rather not know anybody in my family or that's close to me or that I'm an heir of. Trust that I will not dig into your predilections upon your passing. Uh, okay, I, I, that's it for the email. You want to? Uh, you want to get into the brackets? Let's do this. Okay. So where are we starting? The uh, east. So we're going to do the east playing game. We've got Second Chance, which was the uh, 1987 show where Matthew Perry plays a younger version of a dead guy named Chaz. So I tr- I tried to Google this before, and I like couldn't find it. Second Chance show. Matthew Perry. Uh, because you know why? There was a second show called Second Chance more recently. Yeah, it's a pretty generic-sounding title. Yeah, okay, good. And who are they playing in against? Joni Loves Chachi. Wow. Joni Loves Chachi. The idea, I think, that they were like a duet, right? They were singers. Yeah, they had, yes, I I remember that from Happy Days. They had a song each episode. Like, they were full, like, they moved to Chicago to be singers. Right. And Travolta's sister played Chachi's mom. Oh, Just that ended like up being Charles in charge. So Charles in charge. Is right. supposed to be Charles? Interesting point. Yes, could be. Chachi becomes Charles later. I mean, Chachi could be short for Charles. Right. Um, I I'll be honest. I was a happy. I watched Happy Loved Days. Happy Days. I, 
Of course. I, it got a little cheesy there towards the end. Did, but, Mork I mean, would start were, showing they up. They were, you know, they, they jumping the shark. They were doing yeah. what they could at the end. They all, they all had 70s haircuts, even though it was Just the 50s. 50s. Yeah, Richie <laughs> left the show after a while, and they get they, yeah, his <laughs> wife stayed on the show. Right. That Weird. Was, that was Lori Beth. Yeah, yeah Lori Beth. <laughs> The yeah, whole I, thing I, was I wasn't a, little, a huge fan of Pinky Tuscadero. Yeah, well, she had that haircut. Yeah, uh, that was tough. I mean, a lot of a lot of people that were presented to us as hot back in the day on right. set, like for instance, Joni, what, Aaron Joni? Moran. Oof, rough look. I don't recall ever watching an episode of Joni Loves Chachi. Um, but I definitely never saw Second Chance. Joni loves Chachi. He's got the name recognition. I think it deserves the right to be slaughtered by cheers in the first game. What do you think? I mean, they wanted us to rally around Joni, who was the worst part of Happy Days. I mean, the Cunninghams were a great family. Even Chuck, he'd show up and bust balls for like two episodes. That was it. Right. But Joni yeah. was annoying. It's- not attractive. Mr. C, and she Mr. Was, C to think was great. A, a singer. I loved Mr. C. And I mean, yeah, he's great. Mrs. C was an angel. Yeah. She's, Milwaukee. She's still with us, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Mr. C, he had that hardware store. Yeah. I, I like the family, but I'm, I just looked it up while you're talking. They had uh, one more crossover from Happy Days. Al. Why would he be in Chicago? <laughs> Dude, we're in a is. diner in Milwaukee. Why would he? Why would he all of a sudden be in Chicago? That is, and he was the poor man's Arnold. Weird. Yeah, I'm just not. I prefer Arnold to Al. Al was a little annoying. He ran that yeah, diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, still, I don't. But I just don't know how we can give reason, it to second reason, chance. The reason why we can't give it to second chance is the name Chaz. So. Joni, Joni wins the uh, the play-in yeah. game. You can't vote on anybody named Chaz. Uh, okay, are we gonna do? Are we gonna do all? Okay, let, we'll do that bracket, and then we'll do the playing game from the other brackets as we do those. Yeah, right? let's let's now now we're in the first round. So okay, just, so one verse one versus sixteen. Cheers versus Joni loves Chachi. I mean Sam Malone. He's standing in the middle. He's making layups all day long. I mean, he's going to fuck the cheerleaders. That show, I, mean, I, I will. Well, I have a feeling we'll be talking about it more, so we don't have to get into everything. Of course, but that show. Did not have a weak character. Amazing. And yeah, even to the ancillary, even what's his name? Paul that would sit at yeah. the bar that would only talk like once a season was yeah, amazing. Was one episode where he was bag- bagging a hot chick who was a chubby chaser. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Remember that's the, right. Like, how about the cranky the, dude upstairs, John Allen Hill? Yes. Yes. Oh, he's amazing. I mean, he's they, amazing. this yes. show, they replace people that like, Tears is UNLV in 1990. Like, this is Co- a. This is a shellacking. Joni Lovchachi has no chance in this matchup. Coach died, and the show only got better. They plucked some some rube out of obscurity, yes. and the guy's a fucking movie star. He's the biggest star to come out of the show. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, Woody Boyd, a great character. You got, you got. Then they just added. I mean, they changed. Diane was a, you know, she was super annoying on purpose, but she drove Sam nuts. Like those storylines. Then they get Wait, rid of her, and they add Rebecca. Who's another Rebecca, great 
really wanted to fuck her. Um, yes. Uh, my, my young loins would stir for her. She was a bigger woman, but that's okay. I was yeah. into it 100%. Yep. Uh, you know, she took a turn later in life. She joined the Church of Scientology, yeah. but whatever. I think she was married to one of the Hardy Boys. She was. Uh, Parker Stevenson. Pretty handsome. Really good looking, yeah. Uh, okay, eight, nine. We got the battle of two tiny brown stuffed animals. <laughs> Webster now, versus Alf. The most interesting thing about Alf came out years after the show was over when we found out that Willie was yeah. blowing dudes in crack for crack. Right. Also, he was the, a also really, the, like nerdy, boring guy. Yeah. Also, that book Permanent Midnight. The writer Jerry Stahl was a writer on Alf, and he was like smoking crack the entire time. Like the oh, it, was, uh, it was was Alf. Yeah, it was uh, just like everybody in production was just fucked up on alcohol and coke. Like it was quite a scene for a family family comedy based around a. And a that, stuffed animal from another planet, right. Mel Melmac. I mean, I liked that they were they were trying something different, but like he was a borscht belt comedian, and the two kids were super boring. Yeah, they were. They, they were, were like just boring kids. The sister, the sister wasn't even hot. The mom was hotter than the sister. The mom probably was the most likable. The dad sucked. Yeah, like, he was had a real whiny voice. Willie, Willie. Yeah, uh, and so. I mean, that's a bad show. Now, Webster was just a straight up, like, I mean, that couldn't rip exist off. today. 100% rip there off. Was, there yeah. was a small, uh, sassy, uh, you know, growth problem black child adopted by a white family. How? how yeah, his dad His dad played football with Alex Karras. Yes. And uh, how are we supposed to believe that Webster was the spawn of an NFL athlete? Like that's that's quite a leap, right? And then I feel like Ben Vereen was his uncle that would come on. He was. And do like He'd some show song up, and song and dance routine. Yep. It was bad. The um, ma'am, ma'am, the hair was like so bad. Wife. Yeah, Alex Karras. But uh, you, know, you know, he's, he's a football Mongo. player. He's Mongo, and that's why yeah. I'm giving him the nod because Karras was an awesome. Uh, guy in a, in a great movie. Ooh, yeah, but he's not in this movie. He's in Webster. I know and he's not Mongo, but at the same time, what what works in Alf? Webster, I feel like it was a ripoff, but like they did have an episode where he meets Patrick Ewing. They did have something that was. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, Alf was kind of funny. He ate cats. Like he was always trying to eat the cat. That was that was a pretty good little meme in there. Like I like that. Uh, Webster was a fucking adult playing a child, which is fucking weird. He was he was an adult man. He was like he might not have been an adult, but he was like seventeen. Apartment into that house, and he like used to travel by dumbwaiter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was so like weird. Laundry shoot. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. I mean, I want whoever wins is probably going to lose in the next round. I don't see an upset happening. I, my vote is for Alf, but if you if you're strongly in favor of Webster, I'll, I'll let you have that. I I got it. I Alf. The pro, the problem is, I mean, geez, they both had, and I feel like uh, Ma'am also had this like bitchy friend Jerry. 
She had like oh, a, I think I remember that. I think I remember that. He was a, he was a proud, angry guy. I, I don't know. They both had really yeah. weak casts. I, okay, that's a okay, toss we'll They're to definitely getting slaughtered. Yeah. Okay, this is a this is another one here. Two women centric shows. Yeah, the Dixie Carter vehicle designing women. Yeah, versus the tragedy stricken My Sister Sam, which probably had a long run in it, considering that it starred the very cute and sadly murdered Rebecca Schaefer and the woman who would. Very much stir the loins of a young Brian Beckner, Pam Dauber. Yes. Married to the I think handsome no brainer here. Former UCLA quarterback Mark Harmon. Oh yeah. From, that's right. from summer school. Coach who's Hoop. now who's now been on NCIS for at least a decade and probably has eighty million dollars yeah, in the I, bank. I've never seen a second of that show. I can't recall watching it either. Uh, versus designing women who had Dixie Carter, who was the least annoying character on the show. Right. There was also the uh, ever-growing Delta Burke, and Married to I believe your dad Gerald McRae. Yeah, I believe well, did her hu- her husband would show up on there, right? Rick Simon would show up on on designing women from time to time. They had the uh, you know it was in the South. And they had like a black house boy. Yes. Which was kind of weird. Aaron boy. It was all like s- s- Southern women with Southern accents. I believe Gene Smart was in there. Yeah, Is there it no- was, oh, it was Annie Potts. Show. Yeah, it was a show. The delightful Annie Potts. I forgot about her. Yeah, there was a lot of sass. Annie Potts. What a honey. Yeah. Like I'm really, big, really big was into her, her in the 80s. Um, but oh, she can't, I don't think, overcome no. the overall annoyance factor of designing women, much less that the show ran for like seven or eight seasons, which yeah. is just awful. This uh, is I one say, of those typical 12-5 upsets. Yeah, my sister Sam moves on in an upset that they just they just played a better style. That's yep. the thing. They're, they're a tough matchup. They slow the ball down. They hit their shots. And they don't do they play defense. Yeah, exactly. Okay, my sister Sam moves on. 413, too close for comfort. Henry Rush. Versus Square Pegs. Now, Square Pegs was a more high school-centric show. Right. Right? That Sarah Jessica Parker had braces. Who was the other chick? Well, I, in the like the popular girls was, uh, was what's her name? Uh, Jamie Gertz. But... Right. I don't right. Re- I don't know who the her I can picture her, but I don't know who Sarah Je- Jessica Parker's like friend. like nerd friend was. Yeah. <clears throat> um versus Oh, Tracy Nelson was on that show? Yeah, Tracy it, Tracy Nelson. She was, was only she on was for popular. one season. She was a Valley Girl, I think. Bill Murray made an appearance. Really? He must have been high. Uh oh my god, you know who else was on it? Who? Hold on, hold on. Double checking. Double checking. Oh, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Hold on. Double checking. No, different guy. Um, the theme versus- from Square Pegs, that was the waitresses. That was the, uh, you know them. They, they did that Christmas rapping yeah, m- song. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry yeah, Christmas. That was the Square Pegs. <laughs> that one? Yep. Um, yeah. I, I, I got to say, even though 
they were they were pretty stupid. I I enjoyed too too close for comfort. Monroe was super annoying. annoying. The mother in law played by the honeymooner's wife was pretty annoying. But I Ted Knight, he was the best you gotta, part you gotta of Caddyshack. Get, yeah, you got to you got to get through on Ted Knight. Ted Knight d- dropped dead like. A, during the yes. shooting of the show or just, just yeah, yeah. after. And he was yeah. a young man. I mean, he was a how fucking old is this guy? Cause he looked well, cause he like 73 right away. Yeah. But he wasn't that old. I think he was in his mid fifties when he died. We should have great comic timing and hot daughters. That, that show definitely wins that one. He, he, it's yeah, it definitely wins. I mean, he drew a comic strip and Cotton he cow. would put he yeah he would put the he would put the puppet on his hand while he right. drew it. Seems like you'd be a shitty artist doing that. Yeah, and I just I just wonder what else he was doing with that puppet on his uh, hand. It was a little uh, it was a little off putting to say the least. Uh, but I say yeah that that moves too close for comfort. Definitely moves on over square pegs. Bottom half of the bracket. Number six versus number up. 11. Oh, so tough. Amen, which I believe was a Friday night show yeah. and a show that I watched way too much of, of a Sherman Helmsley vehicle. Very angry ch- bishop, right? Church-based comedy. Yeah, the church choir theme song. I remember he'd be like walking yeah. through the neighborhood and there was like, they'd be singing Shine On Me. And like, it was, it was... It was, uh, they set the tone that it was going to be very church-like, and then it was still, it was just George Jefferson being an asshole to everybody. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. Just real quick while I have Ted Knight's, um, Ted Knight's Wikipedia page open, yep. and then we can move on. Ted Knight, born Taddeus Vladislaw Konopka. Ooh, Cold War. He had to change some Lit- names around. Litchfield County, Connecticut. Wow. Polish American. Taddeus Vladislaw Konopka. Unbelievable. Uh, okay. Amen after MASH. Amen was terrible. MASH, I'm pretty sure I saw every episode of MASH. It was on in regular run yes. and it was also on in syndication and it came on at every every night at seven o'clock. What and was my with stepdad, the canned laughter? They were inside of yeah, fucking kind of weird. war. It's kind of weird, the laugh track. Base. But every, every show had a laugh track back then. Also, it was clearly Vietnam, but they were pretending it was Korea for some yeah. reason. Like it was a Vietnam allegory, but they were in Korea. Um, it's, I'm pretty sure I saw every episode of MASH. After MASH, I don't recall ever watching After I MASH. I do recall because like, I think my parents were really like MASH, so I think they gave like an episode a shot. And watching it with him, and then like, who was oh, was it? Was it like Klinger who well, was hanging like, out on Aftermath? It was Harry Morgan and Jamie Farr. They had nothing better right. to do. I think you know Trapper John was gone. Like everybody was gone. Aldo was way the fuck out of there. Because you, you remember the end of Mash, they were like all getting examined by Doctor Sidney. What's his name? The um, it, like it got real depressing at the end. I don't imagine that, that it, you could was, get yeah, much hope was, out of this that. This was like all. This was. Just a sad, like, just trying to keep whatever members were still wanted to hang around, like, that didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. Like, what was Harry okay. Morgan going to do? Jamie Farr. Yeah. Klinger, Klinger. It's more like since. Klinger just wanted to hang around and get paid. Right. Go go back to Toledo, watch the Munheads. Uh, I still say After Mash moves on over, 
over oh, Amen, I would, which is I would, I would vote for genocide over Amen. Right. Amen was Fair the enough. worst. Okay, number three, Three Seed Mama's Family versus Cheers spinoff, The Tortellis. Starring Casey Kasem's wife. Yeah, tough. Only ran one season versus Mama's he Family's was, I mean, that was, six Speaking seasons. of Cheers characters, he was funny like in that he got battered around by Carla. Right. Like he was a good he, character in probably four episodes. Uh, right. It's just a show that was not sustainable on its own. He, but Mama's, I, they, I said Amen was the worst. No way. Mama's family. So bad. <laughs> so bad. And it bad. seemed to it, always be on in the afternoon on like after a game. On the weekends. Yeah. On the weekends. It was, it was always, always on. on. And like who was laughing? It was so bad. Bad. I believe um, Ken Barry played the son. Is that true? Which it's that my understanding. That sounds right. It's it's my understanding that he was a serious song and dance man. Yeah. So it's much like uh, much like Mike Brady. It probably killed him to be in such a horrible, horrible show. Um, I got. I guess we got to give it to the Tortellis, despite it's only one season run, right? Oh, there's no question. Yeah. Uh, okay. Big matchup here. Big one. Number, number seven seed, Mr. Belvedere versus 10 seed with a surprising three-season run. What's happening now? Now... What's happening now, or what's happening, one of the all-time great theme songs. Classic. Oh, yeah. Classic. I mean, a good show, but I'm saying that theme song. Great characters. I think it was Quincy Jones who wrote that one. Raj, Dwayne. Raj, Dwayne, Rerun. Rerun. Shirley. Shirley, R.I.P. I I think Rerun's dead, too. Yeah, he's definitely definitely dead. Um, I'll be dead. Shirley, what I remember about what's happening now is... It was this. It was the gang, but Shirley and especially Fred Rerun Barry were like twice the size. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gotten. guessing they they killed off D and Ma- Mama must have been dead by then. They had they had eaten the profits for sure. Um, I've already written down Mr. Belvedere in my bracket. There's no way what's happening now. Dude sat that. on his own balls. And sat on his own balls. He was super gay. Uh, they were like a middle class. He was like a broadcaster, he was a fucking sportscaster in Pittsburgh, <laughs> yeah. and he had a, <laughs> but they had a butler. butler in his attic. And 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 the kid Wesley wasn't like an infant that needed to be watched. Like he was, like he was like eleven, a twelve, or something. Yeah. And then the and then the other kids were like old. No reason to have a British butler imported. It was and crazy, Google, crazy premise. I would tell anyone Google the just put Mister Belvedere. AIDS scene, you know. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what I'll do? I'll post that to the ball. The yeah. Baller Lifestyle. I mean, podcast. it's so great. He goes, "This is like kid walks in. They're like, hey, how's it going, Johnny?'" He's like, "Mister Belvedere told me I have AIDS. It's uh, something like that. Like, or besides AIDS, I'm doing pretty well. It's the best. It's a great, you know, because they, they these sitcoms, the '80s were an era of they needed to like up the ante with very special episodes." And yeah, they're like, all right, Mr. Belvedere, let's let's tackle AIDS. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Just it was it was one of those shows that I saw every episode of, and I'm uh, not. I have fond memories. Okay, speaking of fond memories, mm-hmm. a brand new number, life. 
Number two seed, who's the boss with an epic nine season run got a little weak towards the end you never want to hook up the characters that everyone expects to hook up it only gets ruined when that happens and speaking of live-in maids we've got like a mid-level advertising executive (laughs) kind of weird kind of weird that's that's got her mom on the on on the payroll too the mom's being taken care of the slutty grandma interesting choice to involve to make a, a grandma character like highly sexual. Yeah. Um, Danny Pintaro seemed visibly shaken throughout the show. Yeah. <laughs> it was it wasn't the strongest character, but it's going up against Gloria. Gloria, who, like we talked about it know last week. There was there she was the worst part of that show. Gloria Stinnick I, of, of, of All in the Family. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was the worst um, part of the show, but yes, I looked awful. at it. I just looked this up. Burgess Meredith was in it. Is that true? Get up, you son of a bitch, because Mickey a paycheck. Oh, wow. So, uh, we obviously, we have Who's the Boss and my, one of my all-time favorites that's only continued to get more and more beautiful. Yeah, she really Alyssa is Milano. spectacularly. She's she's been she was known to have sex with many Dodgers players. She's a big Dodger fan. She's very active politically. She, I think she's married to an agent now. Just what a honey! Such a fan she's of hers. Carl Pavano. I think she's a very baseball savvy. Yeah, Barry uh, Barry Zito. I think now spent some time there. Now Bra- Brad Penny, who's hideous. Catherine Helmond, Mona, still alive. Holy fucking shit. She's 88, July 5th, 1929. Well, that means... She and Bob Evans should hook up. That means she was only, like, in her 50s. (laughs) During the... No, she's sick in her... Wait. Yeah, she was in her 50s. Grandma Mona was was in her 50s. Wow. We're definitely closer to Mona than we are Jonathan or... What's her name? Sam. Yeah, that's shocking. Uh, okay, so that's <clears throat> to round out the to wrap up the East bracket. We have number one seed Cheers facing off against number eight seed Webster. Number twelve seed in an upset facing off against number four. Or my sister Sam facing off against four seed. Too close for comfort. Um, five or. Pardon me, 11 seed after MASH, moving on to face 14 seed, the Tortellis, and Mr. Belvedere, the 7 seed, facing off against the 2 seed. Who's the boss? Okay, let's move on to the Midwest bracket, Ed. Who's the playing game there? Playing game, we've got Life with Lucy. You know, she was uh, just about to check out. Really into those cigarettes. (laughs) Really deep voice. Against Love Sydney. That's the, the show where Tony Randall plays a gay guy in like 1982. Ooh, so bad. So bad. And Swoozy Kurtz is <laughs> that's his friend. I mean, for me, I gotta I gotta give credit to a ballsy show trying to go with a gay sitcom character in nineteen eighty one. Yeah, I mean, I guess did was he actually portrayed as gay, or was it just was it kind of like uh, my my all time hero Paul Lind, where it was just oh he just hadn't found the right woman yet. No, I think he was supposed unstated. to be gay. 
Oh, okay. That's what I read. Uh, this is one of the ones I had to Google to fill out the uh, the sixty eight. So I, for me, life with Lucy, Lucille Ball. She would come on these talk shows at the end of her life, and like she's an absolute comedy legend. Like there's no and and she owned a studio and and produced yeah. some like major shows. Like she is a massive figure in television history. But she just wasn't funny, especially at the end. Like she, you know, she yeah. was just she was just an old lady that smoked too many lung darts, so many cigarettes. I'm going with Love Sydney just because Tony Randall. He was he was a good talk show guest, and uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give it to you. I never minded Swoozy Kurtz. I've never seen either of these shows. I, I, I definitely saw the Lucy show, and I remember it being awful. Uh, Love Sydney, I did not see, but. Yeah. You know, it's a gay show yeah. in 1981. Give him credit. Well, well, it's going up now. It's the 16th seed. It's going up against Facts of Life. Take the good, you uh, take the bad. Yeah. Um, Blair Warner was real into her. Nancy McKeon actually ended up being hotter later in the show. Uh, also, Michael J. Fox's girlfriend. That's right. And what, what, uh, would, what yeah. would they be hanging out? Why would anyone be hanging out with Natalie? She was such a bummer. I mean, and, Joe, they certainly <clears throat> wouldn't have hung out with her. Right. And the, but the, so many of the plots were Natalie focused. Yes. It may as well have been the Natalie show after a while. Mrs. Garrett, um, George Tootie, Clooney Tootie, shows Tootie up later. had a, a good attitude, but yeah. like, I think it was showing us racism because she was kind of relegated to having to hang out with bummer Natalie. Yeah, Natalie was a huge bummer. It was a spinoff of Different Strokes. Uh, it was a show I pretty much hated, uh, but it was on for a long time, and it's going up against Love, Sydney, so Facts of Life moves on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the number eight seed. A lot of people weighed in, like, hey, what's up with WKRP? Uh, people apparently don't, don't, don't really listen to the details. These shows are seeded based on the number of seasons they ran, and WKRP... I would have thought it went twice as long only ran four seasons shocking um so it's the eight seed here going up against Great archie bunker's place now archie bunker iconic character but like i pointed out last episode norman lear had nothing to do with this nothing oh really oh i didn't know that this i don't is, think i've ever saw archie bunker's place i or maybe you know maybe he helped but no he was bailed he was he was into uh you know political activism by this point, oh, it, right. just like just like the uh, Sanford spinoff, like this was this was Carol O'Connor's thing on on his own, and they yeah. murdered Edith. Oh, they did. She got murked. Gene Stapleton. Oh yeah, she got murked, and <laughs> oh, that's awful. I feel like it was like a bad play because I remember watching this, and it felt like it was like a like a stage scene. It would be like just a lit corner of the bar, and the rest would be black. You know right. that kind of background, like <laughs> yeah, it's real, yeah, like no, so awful, so no, depressing. No pr- pr- uh, production value. Oh, no that's right. He ran. A, I remember this show. He ran a bar. I remember this. Yeah, it, was re- it was a bummer of a show. Yeah, super huge bummer. Um, a WKRP obviously moves on. Yeah. It's an iconic show. Yeah, uh, okay. Five versus twelve. It's a living versus duet. I had to be reminded. Duet was that was a Fox show in the they early days. I remember that. it. Because it had it had not only David Silver's dad, it had Jack Lemon's son was like the buddy. There was like two couples, yeah, and yeah. Jack Lemon's son was like I don't know if they were neighbors or just buddies or whatever, but there was like a yuppie couple, and Jack Lemon's son played the other couple. I feel that like said, I watched this because it was on after 
Gary Shandling. Like it was in that same era. Yeah, or it might have been before Married with Children. There was like a it block was, there, of yeah, those shows. It, yeah, there was a reason why I would give this yeah. a shot. It Herman's probably, Head. Probably yeah. that. Um, yeah, that said, it's a living. We discussed last week a lot of character changes. It was very confusing. Um, and there was there that waitresses. He was the only guy that spanned the two casts. Right, that's right. And it was the, all the scenes took place in the restaurant, pretty much. It was a weird show. And were but they hookers on the side, or were they just no, dressed no, like no, French no. no, they just they just dressed. That's how they did it back in the eighties at hotel bars. And Jillian and her big old things. Crystal Bernard was a super babe. Uh, it's Ralph. a live. Yeah, it's a it's a living moves on, and the four versus the thirteen, growing pains seven season run on ABC. Alan Thicke, the super annoying Kirk Cameron, uh, Kirk Cameron's younger brother does local commercials for alcohol rehab. <laughs> the uh, Missy Gold sister. Wait, right. yeah, anorexia. Missy Gold's sister, Tracy Gold. She was got kind of hot for a minute, she but then did, she but got then anorexia. She, was, she she went from like maybe a little bit overweight, and then she got hot for a minute, and then she just zoomed yeah. right past it. They had to put her in the big sweaters and everything. Yeah, Joanna was, Kearns and her perm. He was he was a psychologist, a shrink psychiatrist. Yeah, the dad. And, I, I mean, I've always I was always a Alan Thicke fan. Yeah, he had a he had a swagger to him. But he liked to fuck. He wrote songs. All played the, hockey. Yeah, he wrote the Different Strokes theme song, right? And the Three's Company. Yeah. So two of the best songs. Um, he was the best part of the show, but all the kids sucked. And then yeah, they, they started compounding it. They added Chrissy. She was awful. Right. A lot of shows go with that move. Remember, Married with Children added the kid. Seven Bobcat and- Goldthwait like left his kid, and then the next season it was just gone, and no one said anything about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that um, was a little weird. Yeah, I would I would say this was one of those. This was the ultimate show where we watched all the episodes, but yeah. there really was nobody to pull for. Lost a lot of time. He would get hot girlfriends from time to time. Remember, Julie McCullough was there, super babe, but then she did Playboy, so he had her fired. Um, that said, it's going up against the Ropers, who were a great couple from Three's Company. I can't. I have to admit, I don't recall watching the Ropers, and I, I would like. I definitely watch this tambor. I mean, oh, I know Tamber was on. I know he's had some yeah, problems. He's got he, he looked the same as he does now. Church of Scientology. Uh, but Tambor uh, was yeah, he's like was 70 like now. the heavy in that show, right? I like. I, do I feel sort like Stanley Roper was like almost like the goofball character. Yeah, like I think he, you're right. He took some of the Jack Tripper qualities, but uh, right. I, I I love those two. So just them, even if it wasn't a perfect show, like. Just the the funny things about the uh, about the wife. Why am I I'm drawing a blank on her name? But her just calling for Stanley to to fuck yeah. her, and he he just wouldn't do it. He wouldn't fuck her. She'd wear the moo-moos. Yeah, great, uh, great couple. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like them too, but I still think Growing Pains, no. unfortunately, has You're, to move on here. Really? Yeah. It's. I mean, it's it's it ran a long time. I don't know. It that ran it was a long a- time for no good reason. I I I gotta say the Ropers, even in its one season, the Ropers over Growing Pains. That's what Growing you're going Pains with is here, a huh? Terrible show. I mean, it was a, it was a bad show. Theme uh, song was probably okay, and I don't think it was okay. But like we were talking about, I mean, Boner Stabone. Boner Stabone. There was the episode. His dad Eddie Sylvester Stabone. Cocaine. 
Yeah, Eddie had a Eddie had a mullet. Yeah, he was real cheesy. Um, you're calling the upset here, huh? The Ropers over Growing Pains. I, I mean, this is the this is what I say, but you you can uh, I I won out on the Webster Alf. No, I'll give you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the Ropers because I do. I am more partial to the Ropers. Maybe I just I'm just love that couple. Whether the show was a mess, you oh, gotta I, think yes. there were at least a couple of good scenes every week of her saying for sure. Family. Okay. And yeah, I'll give you not that. Wanting to fuck her. Okay. No six seed. Taxi. Can you believe Taxi only seasons? ran five seasons? That's crazy. Taxi versus just the ten of us. We've we've already we understand just the ten of us. Spinoff of Growing Pains. There were some hot daughters. Not a memorable show. Taxi. One of the iconic sitcoms of all time. Devito. Taxi great. moves on. Yeah. Yeah. Devito is amazing. Uh, number three. Family Ties versus Double Trouble. That's the one with Katie Seagal's twin sisters, now, correct? Yeah, super cute, but they were ties, super cute. Family yeah. Ties is a real threat. In this family time. Ties is an iconic show. Tom Hanks showed up. Um, Kate and Allie versus My Two Dads. Now, remember Kate and Allie got canceled, and there was a letter writing campaign. Oh man! And these were to, actual letters. This was yeah like back email. then. Back then, you had to write letters. Um, who was who? Oh, it was J- was Jane Curtin. Jane Curtin and uh, uh, Susan St. James. Yeah, Susan St. James. Uh, I was not a Kate and Alley fan. I one hundred percent. They were like was, a bummer divorce. Yeah, my two dads. Paul Reiser's got his pants pulled up. It's BJ from BJ and the Bears. There, he's got yeah, a fucking Dick beard. Is working downstairs. That judge. Yeah. had a really annoying voice though. Vonnie Rabisi, the chick, Stacy, what's her name, was pretty cute. I got to give it to my two dads over Kate and Allie, 100%. Yeah. Um, two seed, different strokes, which I still maintain is a play on rent. Diff, diff, rent parents, diff, rents. Because he, cause they get adopted by a different dad, so they have diff, rents. Nobody's with me on that. Different strokes. Two seed ran eight seasons, mostly on NBC, but we did learn that it bounced to ABC later when we did it. We did. That's always a bad it. sign, though. That it la- is. that last sign, on, uh, last season on a different network is always trash. It's this was appointment television for me. In retrospect, sure. I was fucking eight years old. It was so bad. It was such a terrible show. Luckily for it, it's going up against Flow, which was the Kiss My Grits waitress. <laughs> The worst character. No, there was one worse waitress. I think she might have been called Vera on Alice. Um, right, Vera but, was just the the boring version. Although right. Vera was still better than Alice herself. Alice right. was but, terrible. But flow, I don't. I don't remember that. Diff rent strokes yeah. moves on over flow. Definitely. Why would Flo ha- run her own bar? That was the premise yeah, of that show. Yeah, because she hated everyone. She hated everyone, and, and she, she was she was a fucking diner in like. Where were they? Nevada? Tucson. I think it was in Tucson. Oh, Tucson. Tucson. Um, I, and she just had the one catchphrase. So do you think when she had her own show, she had to do the catchphrase every single time? And if she was running a bar, why would they be kissing her grits? That's a good point. She wouldn't be serving grits. Kiss my Bud Light. Okay, so that's the Midwest region. We have Facts of Life versus WKRP, the one versus eight. We have... The five, it's a living going up against the 13 upset special, the Ropers. 
Uh, taxi number six going up against the three seed family ties and the 10 seed. My two dads taking on different different strokes in that bracket. We move on to the South. What's the playing game for the South, Ed? That's the Elliot Gould. And I was wrong. You said was George Clooney. George Clooney was on both ERs. I remember that. I remember him being on right. this ER. I, I remember I was watching wrong this. about this one. Yeah. Uh, so the Elliot Gould uh, ER versus Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and that TV starred show. a. I mean, it it only last uh, lasted a couple of. Oh, actually, wait a second. Yeah. Did um, it even make it a whole season? Um. It lasted seven episodes in the spring of 86. But the cast, I, I had to look this up. This cast is amazing. Claudia Wells, which is Jennifer from Back to the Future. Oh, wow. No, his, uh-huh. his girlfriend. Right. Uh, she played the Phoebe Cates role. Courtney uh-huh. Thorne Smith played Stacy, played, uh, what's yeah, it, Jennifer Jason Lee. From Summer School. Wallace Langham, Phil from Larry Sanders, he played Mark Ratner. Yep. Patrick Dempsey played Mike Damone. That seems like odd casting, but still. Oh, that is. Yeah. And then Chainsaw from Summer School played Spicoli. Two Summer School people in the cast. Yeah. And there were two crossovers from the movie. Mr. Hand and Mr. Vargas were the same. Yeah. It's always super sad. Mr. But Vargas, I mean, Ms. so Ms. weird looking. He, he had my favorite Martian, like. He, yeah, did he? Re- he must have still needed the money. They just didn't pay. Well, him yeah, they didn't. There was no residuals back then. Yeah, you had to work. You had to get out there and work. And this, um, Mr. Vargas, he was married to the secretary from Moonlighting. The so there was, though. and yeah. he always worked. You know, but he, he wasn't. He, he died young, right? Yeah, I think so. I think he, was, he died. He was like yeah. a, a sadistic guy in one of the Pierce Brosnan Bonds. Yeah, I believe wasn't he also one of the bad guys in Ghost? Uh, Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore vehicle. I turned off Ghost after like a minute. I don't think I've ever seen Ghost either. I've never seen all of Ghost or the other Swayze movie, Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah. I saw a lot of hip thrusting and I just turned it off. I think I might have been drugged to Dirty Dancing as a child while I was being babysat or something. Mm -hmm. Awful. I'll let you Uh, choose this one. I say say ER moves on. I remember that show being kind of funny. I yeah. think Fast Times won the casting department, but yeah. ER was the better uh, sitcom. So that puts ER starring the legendary Elliot Gould and the future legend, legendary Coxman, George Clooney, as the 16 seed versus Alice. Now the the, the Mel, vehicle for Mel the Broadway was, star Mel Linda been Lavin, a big part of the Me Too movement. <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, he was he was such an asshole. Also, he owned the diner, but he was also the cook. And I can't imagine that minimum wage in Tucson back then was more than a couple of bucks an hour. I feel like you really could have afforded to get somebody in there to make the hash browns. That was a weird. Yeah, Tommy was a real bummer. He sucked. I hated Nancy, Tommy. Yeah, like, I mean, I, they always said it couldn't be done. And then just this past weekend, UMBC did it. 100%. I like ER all ER, the way. In a, in a route. 16 seed. 
just like Baltimore County routed Virginia, the yeah. same thing happens here. ER moves on. It's not yeah, even close. It's 20 point victory. Uh, okay. Eight versus nine. Silver Spoons, a show I loved, and I'm embarrassed to say I loved it. Um, along goes up against the Munsters today, a four season reboot of the of one of the greatest sitcoms of all time, The Munsters. Uh, I don't think there's any question here, Ed, that Silver Spoons moves on. Correct? No question. We got Aaron Gray, so hot. Which I mean, even before I knew what was going on in the Nether regions. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And this is Silver Spoons tied into something that is uh, a huge, that is basically the basis of millennial culture. Now, it was aspirational in that this kid, his like mom dies or something, and his his dad he has to mom move. Was Steve Sanders' mom from from nine hundred two one zero? Right, of course, everybody knows that. And he, his dad, like, doesn't know it's his kid, and his dad is some super rich motherfucker. And now you, you look at this and like how the Kardashians are huge. Well, that's basically the same thing. People look to them and they're like, they're so fucking rich. It must be great to be that rich. And here's this kid. It's this aspirational thing. It's this richy rich story. This young kid, the Ricker. He goes and moves in with his dad, and his dad's got a fucking train in the house, and he learns a bunch of life lessons from him. Silver spoons moves on. Yeah, he had his frenemy because they they didn't actually like each other. Derek was Jason. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. Great, great. Now, obviously, you want to take some points off for uh, Alfonso Ribeiro being there. (laughs) You know, he was. That was when he was deep into his Michael Jackson phase. A lot lot of doing that twirl. Yeah, a lot of moonwalking, a lot of um, sequin shoes, all that was there, but uh, you still got to give it to Silver Spoons. That moves on. The five versus the 12 in the south bracket. Give me a break. The Nell Carter vehicle mm-hmm. versus a show called Throb that I totally watched. It was based in a radio station. It Young was Paul like Walker. kind of a, yeah, it was kind of a ripoff of WKRP. Um, give me a break. Gave the world Joey Lawrence. I can't remember. And Nell Carter. And Nell Carter. Nell Carter. And I believe the dad, Dolph something, died died while they were filming. Yeah. And I'll tell you when he died. The episode where they address his death was the day I I found out during that episode my grandfather died. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Huge bummer. (laughs) Major bummer. Grandpa I say we give H it to died. So yeah, I, that, that throb moves on. But throb, <laughs> throb moves on and upset. Uh, yeah, throb is the twelve five again. Yeah, uh, another t- tough matchup here. The number four perfect strangers versus the number thirteen police squad. This is a tough one, Ed. Uh, now, I mean, Larry, perf- Larry was a real bummer. Real, he nerd. sucked. He sucked. <laughs> He's- Oh my goodness, he must have been packing because <laughs> he was getting laid. He was getting Gen- They were always Jennifer? begging stewardesses. Was it Jennifer? Yeah. Yeah. His she girlfriend. Was, she was ridiculously hot. Why why was that her only role in life? Uh it, it it's crazy. I did. Um the, the who was the uh, who was the guy, the other guy? Uh, Bronson Pinchot. His name escapes me. I do remember Dennis Miller doing a joke. He's like, "This guy does one character. Why are we still getting beaten over the head with it?" 
<laughs> America I, I, or burst. Remember? Yes. I mean, he did. He did basically. He's did one accent, like an indiscriminate accent. He in was Beverly Hills if, Cop, as if Yakov Smirnov like had yes. more than one year of fame. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't actually from a different place. Uh, it's going up against Police Squad, which only ran one season. And like um, I said, like they figured it, pr- it out. Probably for better. Naked, they figured it out for Naked Gun, but it was not. Yeah. It wasn't so great yet. Like it was not the right parody yeah. show for that America wanted. So Perfect Strangers probably squeaks by in a near upset. Wins I, it. I learned. The last I just learned something because I was trying to find out what. What happened to Jennifer? And the answer is not much. But, not Jennifer. Yeah. Yeah, Jennifer, uh, Uh she married him on the show. Jennifer Lyons. I I remember that. Yeah, I remember Um, that. She's the daughter of Mr. Whipple, the Charmin Squeezer. Wow, I love those facts. (laughs) (laughs) Melanie Wilson. Interesting. Uh, Whoa, Larry is uh he doesn't look that bad uh okay um next up is the six seed head of the class up against the 11 seed the suzanne summer summer's vehicle she's the sheriff that was a friday night show utterly forgettable head of the class had a nice run i think we give it to head of the class no other oh, there, there's no question Right. I mean, you have yes. you have Johnny Fever leading a group of yeah. You have Robin Gibbons, Ex- exceptional students. Simone yeah. Maria, they were there were some hot couple chicks. babes. Yeah, the fat guy I Dan mean, Blunden. Ar- Arvid Arvid was Engen was a pretty super annoying. And um, Dennis with the mullet or not? De- no, Dennis was the fat guy. Who's yeah, Eric? Yeah. Eric with the mullet. He might have been not as cool as he thought he was, but now he produces everything though. He's oh, like yeah, right. super successful. Yeah, Brian Robbins. Uh, okay, that moves on. Head of the class. The three seed, three's company against the 14 seed day by day. Re- refresh my memory. What's day this by is day? Julia Louis Dreyfus like, right. was a young couple and they ran a daycare because right. they, you know, it was, it was a convoluted 80s cocaine field sitcom yeah. that wasn't very good. Julia Louis Dreyfus, maybe the best television actor of all time. Not even comedy, but oh this God. was not her vehicle. Veep. So she wins the award, every, the Emmy every year. And, and deserves like, it every year. Like, yeah, it's not it's like, like what, a, you know, how can like, you give it to somebody oh, else? I guess we should give it to her. Like, she is amazing. She's, in, she's incredible, and she's super hot. I would totally have sex with her. Yeah. Uh, okay. 227, the seven seed. Marla Gibbs versus- vehicle. Became Jack A vehicle. Versus Punky Brewster. I mean, this is one of those ones where you just root for a Tomahawk missile to hit the Arco Arena. Um, Punky I mean, grew up nice. Yeah, she had to get those big titties of hers reduced because she had her, she grew up and she had such big, beautiful, natural titties that she was like on Oprah and she's like, Oprah, I got to get these big ass titties reduced because they're so goddamn big and beautiful. Um, yeah, let's let's give it to Punky. Two two seven was horrible. Nope. I mean, Jack A was not funny or hot, but yet they were trying to pretend she was both. <laughs> she did like a Sandra. Like a, can't, yeah, um, horrible. But, but with Punky, like, so I, I don't know exactly all the rules, but like, 
if an older white guy finds a uh, you just get to keep him by a dumpster, you just you're get just to keep him. Is that yeah, yeah? They just get to live with you forever. Okay. I remember they had one episode where somebody got locked in a freezer or Cher- locked that was in Cherry, a- right? Yeah, she got locked in an outdoor. Fr- and I think they had another one where they got locked in a random apartment, and it took a like a locks. day for them to. Yeah, there's a lot of locking 80s in. There's- Chicago was a very dangerous time with locks. <laughs> They were short, and they couldn't find matching socks for some reason back then. Uh, okay, number two seed versus long shot mailing it in. Fred Sanford on Sanford. Uh, oh, number two seed Newhart versus number fifteen Sanford. Uh, Newhart, just one of the great shows of all time. We're gonna have to yeah, Bob Newhart advance legend as legend as it gets. So dry, so fucking hilarious, so good. The wife was pretty uh, hot, right? Uh yeah yeah and there was a hot there was um oh and the uh, bos- Stephanie the uh, bosom Scalari's uh, right the bosom buddies guys and Tom was Poston was good as the handyman yeah the they, um, they went what's a his name he- they went a little heavy on the Larry Daryl and Daryl thing right they would always show up and it was always the same thing uh, okay so the South region we have ER matching up against Silver Spoons upset special Throb versus Perfect Strangers. Head of the class going up against Three's Company. Wow, what a matchup. Punky Brewster versus Newhart. We move on to the West, the final bracket. Who is the playing game in the West, Ed? Jennifer Slept Here is an uh, Angelian vehicle where she plays like a like a ghost that's kind of ghost. I, I think it was all in me, uh, all of me, the Steve Martin yeah. movie, that they kind of tried to go the same theme where Angelian. Was it, the ghost and um, Jillian? She she had those big old cans, but I'm not into ghost cans. I got to be honest. I'm not into ghost cans, and like she wasn't. I think you know, 80s television wanted us to think she was really hot. I I always thought you know, same thing with Lonnie Anderson. She wasn't as hot yeah. as the 80s or Morgan Fairchild. Like they wanted us to think they were a little bit hotter than they were. Hundred percent, totally agree you know, with like, you. Lonnie Bailey Anderson Quarters was, was hotter. WKRP. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent agree. Um, verse so, and what's the other one? One of the then, boys, and then one of the boys. That's the one where Mickey Rooney refuses to live in a nursing home, so he moves uh, in with his we, grandson that one's Dana Carvey. That, that, in 1982. We got to give that one. Yeah, that's got it. That's just the fact that that existed. I that's got to move on. The Cosby Show, the one seed, has got to be scared of that. Just that premise. I well, let's let's get to it. Cosby Show. It's, Biggest show of the eighties by far. It was it cemented Thursday night as a TV watching night. People didn't used to watch TV on Thursday nights. All of a sudden, it made it the biggest night of TV during the week. That that continues today. Uh, Bill Cosby, biggest fucking star in the world. America's dad. He had the sweaters. He had a couple of white kids and a few black ones. His wife was a lawyer. Sandra was not a product of Felicia Could have Ayers been. Could Allen have been. before she, she was so light skinned. Felicia Rashad. Yes, she was. She was like, oh, she, that's right. She's Debbie Allen's sister. That's right. Forgot about that. Um, y- yeah. Uh, I, I had to be honest. I watched when Ahmad Rashad proposed to her. I remember that. maybe during the Thanksgiving parade or something. I remember watching their engagement. Yeah. Yeah. I, I recall Rashad, that as well. Such hard hitting interviews as 
approaching Michael Jordan saying, some game. (laughs) He was a fan. Um, Cosby Show, it was massive. Everybody watched it. It was considered very funny. Now you look back and he made There were cracks in the foundation, but it clearly wins over, I mean. Right. He made barbecue sauce that got chicks horny. Um, you know, he was a, he was a gynecologist that had his office in the house. Like there were signs there. That said, it is it is su- such a juggernaut. It, I think it has to move on over yeah. a show that might not even have gone one season. Uh, okay, the number eight nine matchup: Mork and Mindy, featuring a, a, the delight another of Happy Days spinoff. Remember, yeah. they had aliens showing up in Milwaukee. That was a little weird. Um, versus Small Wonder, truly one of the worst creations ever set to film. Everybody are as bad as it gets. Just every character was so terrible. Obviously, the writing was awful. Just everyone involved should be so ashamed of themselves. Mork and Mindy obviously moves on in that matchup. Um. Number five. They have a real shot in the second round. I think so. I absolutely agree. Uh, Number five seed, Charles in Charge. This is going to be a tough one because, I mean, you can get into one of the daughters. Yeah. Cole Eggert. He had two families. He must have murdered the first family. It was weird. I read that it took place in New Brunswick, so he's a Rutgers student. Oh, Jersey. He runs with New Jersey. He's a Rutgers student. And I'm still not sure, is it, is this supposed to be Chachi after he discards Joni at some nightclub in Chicago? A little weird. Um, the, the the son, Alexander Polinsky, yeah. super annoying. And super the, weird looking today. That press yeah, conference he gave. Yeah. The parents were never around. The one Vers- dad was was uh, the, the president of... Delta House from oh, really? Animal House. Oh, One of the yeah. deaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going up against It's Your Move, the 12 seed. That's, that's a, a Jason Bate. That's a show J- that I absolutely was astonished it got canceled. It was a great show. Jason Bateman was his foil was like his neighbor and it was it was Marcy's first husband Steve from yeah. Married with Children and Good he would show. like fuck with him he would like fuck with him all the time and but then he would like he would his his whole thing was that he was always scheming and this this Steve would end up having to help him out and bail him out of shit um I got to give it to it's your move I mean hold on I love Eggert, but Nicole, Nicole, Charles she was so Buddy. hot. I know, but Charles and Buddy yeah. were real turds. She was next level hot. I mean, there was really no hotter chick on TV. She might have been hotter than Alyssa Milano back then. She probably was, but again, the, the episodes ultimately re- revolved around Charles and Buddy doing Three's Company type retread yeah. plot lines yeah. like they had two dates on one night yeah oh i forgot about buddy lembeck buddy Lem- and then he was a turd <sighs> on Willie the show Ames. yeah then he got real into jesus bible yeah. man yeah he got even worse in real life like i'm i bateman was great on that show yeah i gotta give it you got you're right plus um after charles in charge it was 
pasta in charge for Nicole Eggert, if you've seen her recently. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go with It's Your Move. I like that. Upset. Carvel's in charge. Um, number four seed in the West region, Benson going up against Three's Company spinoff, Three's a Crowd, the venerable Robert Guillaume, who only recently passed away. Uh, he starts out as the butler, and by the by the final episode of the final season, he becomes like he's in a director. Runoff, right? He yeah, he becomes like director of transportation or something from Butler, and then he's lieutenant governor. But they all like live in the same man. They all work in the governor's mansion for some reason, and uh, and then by the last season, he's running for governor. And had they been renewed for a final season, we would have learned. Likely that Benson had won the governorship. Um, going up against Three's the Crowd, which is where Jack Tripper gets married. He moves on with his wife. Who's the, who was the dad again? I don't. I feel like you've seen him, but he was nothing yeah. remarkable. Like not it, a known it guy. It lost. It lost a lot because the the two of the three were trash. Yeah. Jack Tripper Three's, was always great, right? But two of the yeah. three were were garbage. This is yeah, an easy. This is an easy like twenty five point win for. Benson, Benson moves on there. Um, and then we have the six versus 11, the Hogan family. This is, this is one of, this is one of those shows where there was a, it started out as Valerie. Valerie then, Harper. Yeah. I think there was like a contract dispute. Contract kind of dispute. Like, what are you going to do without me? Yeah. yeah they, they, they got Sandy Duncan in her glass eye to fill in. And then it went like seven <laughs> yeah, more we seasons. Got, we got Peter Pan. We're, we're fine. Also, the um, dad was Dylan McKay's dad from 90210. That's right. Dylan McKay's dad. But those twins, Willie and Mark, they were trash. Yeah, they were awful. But Mullets. Bateman was there. Bateman was there to save the day. Yeah, they were mulleted. Bateman was they, good, they, but the problem with that show is there just wasn't nearly enough Bateman. It was mostly Willie and Mark drama. And right. They sucked. They, yeah, they were terrible. Um, versus, I mean, against a lot of shows, the Hogan family might move on. Might, but it's it's going up against a two seed possible Cinderella or a, a two season eleven seed possible Cinderella Sledgehammer oh, the cop farce. If you are not of our generation, you have not seen Sledgehammer. I would recommend you go back and watch it. Find it on YouTube. David I Rash. I have a confession to make. When yeah. we were talking about this, I went yeah. online. Yeah, may or may not have purchased the complete series for like fifteen bucks. <laughs> Unbelievable! Um, I I'll I was tell like, you I what, I gotta see that show. It was I watched it when it was on. It reran in the afternoons in my teen years. It was a great show, a farcical cop show. Sledgehammer moves on in a route of David the Hogan Rash. family murders uh, them. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's always trying to shoot everybody. He's got the he's got the chick partner. He's like a he's like a funny version of Tackleberry from right. From he's uh, yeah. He's like a Dirty Harry character. He's got a huge forty four magnum. But way like better than Police Academy version. Like right. Exactly. He's actually funny. Hundred percent. Um, three seed, the Golden Girls, which. Normally would be ripe for an upset, but it's going yeah, up Rue against McClanahan Fort. Was just she was Mona from she was a slut. She was a slut. She was a slut. Also, Betty White is is she, has she was great like fi- timing though. 
Right. Also, Rue McClanahan, she was living in a, uh, a senior community, and she was like 53 at the time. <laughs> that's it was right. a little weird. Uh, it's going up against something called Women in Prison. That, that was one oh, of those early the- Fox shows. Remember, CCH Pounder. Yes. Marty McFly's sister. Like, yeah. But they were just trying shit. It didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. Okay, Golden Girls moves on. It's this Gary Shandling is, this show. Is probably the toughest matchup. The seven seed going up against Bosom Buddies, the ten seed. You would expect it to be ranked higher. Only ran two seasons. Because Bachelor Party happened. Right, and Tom Hanks' career the blew thing, up. The thing about Tom Hanks, and he is a great actor in different genres i think comedic actor is his best talent uh yeah yeah i would agree um here's the thing about bosom buddies it was a ridiculous show it's one of those it's kind of like white chicks like you they were clearly men dressed as women like you could not possibly maybe you could maybe say something worked but but Tom Hanks just looks like a six foot three dude. Also, like even Donna Dixon couldn't really save it. You, you, they, they, there. they were supposed to be playing the sisters of the of Kip and Hildy. I can't remember the was it Hildy here? Hildy, yeah, was the girl version. Um, the you know they they wanted to work in advertising. They but but they had to live in a building that was all chicks because that was oh, the only building they could I afford. Think, it was just crazy. I'm just thinking of in advertising. I think the older the, their their like advertising connection was the like 25 years older girlfriend of oh god. There's the, like a May December lesbian romance. Oh really? Oh, fascinating! No, no, no. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking about, Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Yes, um, Sarah Paulson has like a seventy. Sarah Paulson's like our age, and she has like a seventy-something-year-old girlfriend, and, and she's and she's I been on she every at show at agency. She was on Two and a Half Men. Yes, I can't remember her name. But uh, it'll come to me. She's the yes with Sarah. Paulson. She, yes, she's on there. Um, it's Gary Shandling show. A lot of people don't remember. It was the early days of Fox. It was a very um, cutting edge. It was he broke the fourth wall. I it believe was, it was funny. El- I will say. You know, I think his shows get grouped together. I yeah. think this show was very funny. I liked it. Yeah. But Larry Sanders is like a top ten show. Of well, all of course. Time, whereas yes. this was a funny show, but still like needed some work around the edges. It's, it didn't, but it didn't subscribe to the tropes. Of it's definitely regular shows. The first round. Yeah, I did. I I love Hanks, but like and Scolari, but like now this. Chandler also, also. That Billy Joel song, that the Billy Joel song that was the theme of the Bosom Buddies. If I, if I, if I don't, don't, because it'll get stuck in my head. I don't, if that, if I never hear that song again for the rest of my life, I will be so happy. I was Uh, at the store this, this weekend and they were playing the, uh, when he did the doo wop. Oh, no, no, don't, don't, no, no, don't, 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 because it gets stuck in my head. Don't, don't. Awful. No, no, awful. Okay. No, no lyrics or anything because I'll, I'll, it'll be there for two weeks. Uh, okay. Hate crimes, Billy Joel. Two, two seed Night Court going up against 15 seed The Brady Brides. I don't, I mean, obviously, Night Court is going to move Post on there. And Larry Mark, Cat. Larry, Larry Cat is so amazing. Um, 
Roz and Bull, not so funny. Right, and Harry... I know they were supposed to be the comic relief, and Harry kind of sucked, too. Harry but, Anderson was a magician, like, yeah, okay. Like tricks. But, also, but there's... Larry Kett, on his own, carried that show easily past the first round. He was very good. Um, okay, so... The West region is set. Cosby show going up against Mork and Mindy. It's your move going up against Benson. Sledgehammer versus Golden Girls. And it's Gary Shandling show versus Night Court. We will take your thoughts. Anything, any ideas you have, any snubs you feel we made, we would love to know. Hit us on Twitter at Brian Beckner at Easy at Daily. Email mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Taxi family ties. That looks like probably the the toughest uh, second yeah. round. Head of the class three oh, company. A that's a that's a tough one. Like Punky Newhart, we 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 know what's happening there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Webster, uh, yeah, Cheers, Cos- we know Cosby, Mork, and Mindy, Sledgehammer, Golden Girls. I mean. It, my two dads, different strokes, taxi, family ties. Come on. Oh, taxi, this is family good. ties is just brutal. That is a tough one. That's a tough second round right there. Uh, okay. Uh, quickly, before we before we get to fancy, a couple of people have weighed in via Twitter. Um, David Bray, I don't see how the Cosby show doesn't just crush all crown champs immediately. Hmm. Um, Vinny and SoCal sledgehammer got screwed in a tough region. Still a possible sweet 16 Alf versus Webster is a tough matchup. It was Alf by a nose. He says, hashtag blockchain. Alf didn't make it through Webster. The other little Brown, you know what? Character. I don't know. No, it's hey, it's set in stone. I've already it already down. happened, but yeah, it's happened. Uh, okay, didn't deserve to win. No, <laughs> I'm glad we could agree on that. Uh, all right, Ed, joining us now. I don't know if anyone heard her make an entrance. Oh my god, she was very quiet when she did it, as she always is. She doesn't make a lot of noise when she shows up. That's just oh. a that's just a mean, Yeah, it's just fake news that the listeners put out there that Kate is noisy when she arrives. That's not true. Obviously, there was people being very mean to our special baller lifestyle pop culture correspondent today on Twitter. I did not like it. She joins us now. How are you? Fancy sauce. Hey guys. Okay. Hi. Hey. Um, Hi. Hey. How's it going? Everything going good? Yeah. Uh, You really missed out. We. I noticed. You may have noticed we started a little bit late today. Well, I didn't didn't notice you started late, but I did notice that you went long. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, We we brought you on a little bit later than we normally do. We're playing off all the best sitcoms or all of the sitcoms pretty much of the 1980s. Some of that. What yeah. do you have against Billy Joel's My Life? It's a terrible song. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> well, here's the thing about Billy Joel. He's terrible. Yeah. But he once uh was married to like the hottest supermodel. Yeah. He did and he but also that, banged that's it. he also he also banged Elle McPherson when she was 19. Oh yeah, he wrote when she was 19 girl about Elle McPherson. Yeah. Yeah. The body. 
the body. I do enjoy some Billy Joel tunes. He's like, there are songs like early Billy Joel. I don't mind like sixties. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. Cause every song you, you name, I would probably say I hate, but like sixties and seventies, Billy Joel play it constantly. So for me, I just, I'm not a big fan. But 80s Billy Joel is so fucking awful. I cannot deal with him. Well, turned into 50s Billy Joel. Yeah, he started doing the doo-wop thing again. Uh, Okay, let's play. We have an email or a voicemail to get to quickly. Let's listen to this, and then we'll get into the pop culture segment of the show. Let's see what this guy has to say. Um, I know that uh, brevity is key, so I'll try to be brief. Um, Two things from today's, uh, this week's show. Uh, Dean hits you with all those 311 references uh, because he used to live in Omaha, he, even though he's no longer from Omaha. Um, so those are required learning there. Yeah, three, 311 is from the Omaha area. They're favorite sons of Omaha, mm-hmm. although they now live in L.A. So feel bad for like, them. The care factor how, for me in 311 is pretty low. How could you? How could you? Re- how could you hang on to somebody that's just so quick to leave you? That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's more. And also, uh, Brian, I suffer from the same um, handicap as you, the spillage leakage issue. Kate, you might not. Just to recap, what he's talking well, about I know is what he's talking about. about how I, um, I, know. I tend to dribble. Yeah. It's, even though I shake it, I stroke it. Sometimes I spin it like a lasso. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I whip it around. You I do everything. Do. To- You're like Annie Oakley. Yeah, I do every. No, she was a she right, shot. I mean, she was, I she was a sharpshooter. But I'm also that. I'm also that. <laughs> I'm also a sharpshooter with that thing. Um, <laughs> and so he's he's got a remedy here. Mm-hmm. And I have read uh, the same tip that Sexy Rexy hits you with. Uh, I've heard that tip before the the prostate massage or whatever. Try mm-hmm. to squeeze the last little bit of toothpaste out of the tube. Interesting. Um, but it is kind of weird to do that in a public place. Uh, yeah. You feel elbow deep underneath your nut sack at the urinal. Mm. People look at you weird. Um, but I do it at home, and uh, it kind of works a little bit. So thought I'd let you know, uh, give you a uh, first-person confirmation. Fascinating. I appreciate that. I have I, a question. I like that that voicemailer was so into brevity that he didn't tell us who he was. Right. Is I thought that was that, a solid call. I mean, I liked yeah. it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Is it weird that men pee like standing next to each other, but women don't? No, it's not Why? weird because we're used the to it. The weirdest thing about women in yeah, a restaurant is that their because- their pants go down to or only go to, to like top of the knees, right? Oh yeah, they don't let them touch the floor. Is that true? Do you keep you? You, when you go pee, when you go have no, jeans on, I'm saying like, yeah. why aren't there a bunch of toilets with no? And there's only like a couple oh. of stalls because well, you have to expose your whole. Oh, you mean the men should have stalls too? No, I'm just like, why you can men can see each other's bits. Yes. Where are you? Why going can't with this? women sit all in the open? Like, in oh, I don't know. I would love. I would love. I would like that. To see each other. I'm just oh, wondering no. why. I feel like that would have been a good scene in Porky's. Women got so much privacy, but men. Yeah, yeah it's kind of bullshit. Have, like, it's open- the. You know what it is? It's the fucking patriarchy. You should rebel against that and get the yeah. stalls taken out. I just sit on the sink. Just now. So, Kate, that guy was recommending mm-hmm. prostate massage mm-hmm. for my issues. Do you do you think that's a good idea? For you to and give yourself a prostate If so, massage? would you be willing to assist me? What, in like any, after, every time you pee? Yeah, maybe I can't reach back there. No, I'm not doing To that. do it, and maybe I need some help. You're crazy. And you're nearby. 
Would, would Get you? Out of your mind. Would you massage my prostate? I would not. You won't. There you. Go. Uh, okay, Kate. What is going? Oh wait, hold on. Ed, let, me, let me see. That you have to listen to that. I don't know if there's any. <laughs> there's all. There's other people I mean, listening as well. I'm, I'm just supportive of your relationship. Whatever yeah. you want hold, to do. Hold on. We're colleagues. Uh, here we have an email. Quickly, Team Baller. I need individual answers from Easy Ed Daily, the other guy, and from Fancy Sauce, please. Who do you think are the three loudest celebrity comers? After so many sleepless nights, I say one, Gordon Ramsay, two, <laughs> Tom Cruise, and three, Randy Macho Man Savage. He's dead. Again, I need three answers from each of you, please, for the loudest comer. Yes, the three loudest comer. That's from Toe Cutter. Hashtag team every episode. <laughs> P.S. Thank you for the exaggerated backslapping, hee-hawing, and congratulating yourselves at the end of every episode. Please That's don't stop. That's no exaggeration, we, Toe Cutter. No, we're doing a great job. We're doing yeah, a we're, great we're, job. We are excellent at what we do. Mm-hmm. Ed, who do you picture? I, I got to say, Toe I don't know Cutter, if I, could, I think nailed two of the three. Gordon Ramsay is definitely a loud comer. You think so? Yeah. And Tom Cruise? Ha <laughs> Yeah! Like, he's definitely doing... I could see, I could see. yeah, Tom Cruise being a very loud comer and being real positive, like, ah, oh, I am fucking you amazingly. Look at this. Yeah. Look at the look on your face. Listen to you moan. You are getting fucked by Tom Cruise. <laughs> Woo! I would say I'd replace Macho Man Savage because he was pinned by a vehicle. Um, no, no, no. He, was, he had a heart attack while driving. Wait, I thought he was pinned by a vehicle. No, he was, dri- he was driving his Jeep Cherokee in Tampa. I thought, I and thought, like all wrestlers, he had a heart Tampa attack. police tapped him out. No. He had a vehicle on his chest. No. <laughs> uh, I would say I kind of think Jim Carrey is, is a loud comer. Really? Like he would get in character. Somebody stop me! Like yeah. he would do something as he's he's going. For he would yes, he would do. He's very theatrical. I could see that. I could see that. Um, Kate McManus, your thoughts? Who? Which celebrities mm. do you picture being very what, vocal? Not, do you picture? You had a roommate that seemed to sample right. goods. Who are the three ladders? We never. But, we, we found out that the roommate was a loud comer herself or pretend comer, so we you could never hear her sex partners. She did volume. drown everything out. Yes. Um, I think probably Jamie Foxx is pretty loud. Oh yeah, interesting. Jamie Foxx, very he's very flamboyant. I could see that. He likes to put on a show. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I don't know. I haven't thought of anyone else. Yeah, that's kind of tough to come up. Did, does I he would... do it in Ray voice? <laughs> Yeah, well, he does do impressions, so that would be kind of interesting yeah. to be like. So, like, um, if you know who would be loud and very self congratulatory, Donald Trump. Oh yeah, for sure. Like the best. I at f- it. I feel like he doesn't like. He doesn't have like a real ejaculation, just like a little like kind of. He just kind of goes, and like a little dribble mm-hmm. comes out. Like yeah. it's not that much of an event. But he would tell you it was way better and bigger than it was. It was the biggest load that yeah. anyone's ever. You know who I, I like picture? that the, the story he can't shake is just somebody with less shame than him. Right, a, a porn star. Um, I I picture James Corden 
being an extremely loud comer because he's like he's like, hey, we're doing yeah, karaoke, carpool karaoke. Yeah, so he's like, hey, I'm about to come, Tim. Like I am gonna come. Yeah, I am coming, Tim. And then he's gay. Apparently, he's not. He's married. He's married. Mm-hmm. To a woman. He's very Christian, too. He is? Mm-hmm. No, he's from England. Yeah, he was raised by, like, had, like, Oh, that's why. Parents. That's why. Uh, and another one, maybe, maybe like, David Lee Roth. <laughs> Would he be loud? <laughs> wow! Wow! All right! Let's this come! a forum for you two to do impersonate impressions. R.I.P. Bon Scott. Bon Scott would have been the loudest comer of all. And if you ever saw... Just Google Bon Scott right now, and you'll see a picture of him in extremely tight jeans packing a hammer. So Bon Scott was making him scream and screaming himself, for sure. He's buried in my place. Yeah, we're going to go there in Perth. Uh, okay, Kate. Pop culture. Let's get it. Let's race through it, because we've done so much show. Okay, how much money do you guys think Britney Spears made last year with her Vegas residency? Uh, I would stab. say twenty thirty million dollars. Okay, she made one hundred and thirty-seven million dollars. Oh my goodness, wow. that's a good gig. Um, the father does she have boys. new stuff, or it's just like, oops, I did it again? Yeah, yeah she no, just does just the like, old shit with she, the snake. Well, she has like a whole like ten year span uh, of hits. Yeah. that she does. Right. Anyway, Is she um, like it's Britney, bitch. Yeah, I'm sure. Does she? I bet she says that when oh, she for comes. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Oh, when she yeah, when she's yeah, she's like being motivated bitch. to do a you second year if you've already say, made one hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah, it would be you hard. You know that I don't say the word cum. It's gross. Oh yeah, it is a gross word. I agree. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, the father of her two kids, um, Jaden and Preston, Preston and Sean Preston. No, Sean Preston and Jaden James. I can't believe you don't know this. <laughs> Kevin Federline um, apparently wants a little more child support. He wants to see how much she's earning and yeah. adjust his child support payments. Yep. As um, is his right. Jamie, her dad, who I think is the um, executor. What do you call it? He's got. Con- yeah, she's under she's under conservatorship, conservatorship, which is she'll they, probably she always be down like yeah. 10 well, years ago. Yeah, and I forgot that because of that, Kevin has physical and legal full physical and legal custody of the two boys. Yeah, there's a um, so there's a podcast. It's called What Really Happened, and it's it's this guy, and he examines um, things that happened in the news, and just kind of like says, you know, you may not remember the details or whatever. And I listened to it, and he did one about Britney Spears, and he was talking about how she's been placed under conservatorship. And that once that happens to you, it's it's such a high bar to get placed in that position where you're not you can't have your own checking account. You can't make any decisions for yourself. And but beca- what's the statute on that? Like what? Well, you just, that's the forever. That's yes, well, that's the thing. It's very difficult. It yeah, it's very difficult. But you're not your own person. Like you can't you, hire your own lawyers. You can't do any of that. Be a way. You can't do any of that anything without I'm permission. Sure it comes up for review in front of a judge. And her, so her dad is in charge. Right, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Her yeah. her dad's called Jamie, and her mom's called Lynn, and her sister's called Jamie Lynn. That's right. They're now, do you do you think Kevin Federline is a loud comer? I 100 percent think so. He's he's a dancer. He's yeah. very. So anyway, he hit the jackpot. <laughs> oh, the dad, for sure. Mr. Yeah. Spears, is knocked back. Yeah, this request for more child support. Yeah. So Kevin apparently didn't want to take it to the court. He didn't want to drag this out, but he, it looks like that's the only way. This yeah, is going he's going to get more money. 
If he's got the kids, he gets the kids need well, to be supported in the same making enough money to probably pay him more than he's getting. Well, yeah, currently. under California state law, they have to live the same way at both places. So his living situation needs to be just as good as hers. Right. Sounds like things aren't great with Andy Dick's living situation. Ooh, however, his and- wife has grant has been granted a restraining order against the troubled comedian who I guess wife? tried to break into the house. He was drunk. Yeah, ex-wife. Um, but it sounds like that they were still living together. Yeah, I think they've got, he, a, they've got two kids. I think he lives in like an airstream, like on the property or something. He has a weird living situation. Well, um, the fact that he's living with a wife, right? Is very he's weird. he's sexually fluid. I think he supposedly is packing a, a an Andy yeah. Dick of his own. I I have heard that. Yeah. So he's not well. Kate, he ever uh, he ever bang your old roommate? Is Andy Dick a loud comer? Oh, she would not have touched him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. She has some standards. Oh, interesting. I'll give her oh, that. it's mm. what's wrong with Andy Dick? He's very funny. Mm. Have you seen In the Army Now with Polly Shore? <laughs> uh, okay. What else, Kate? Um, Vivica Fox is back at it. Mm, the Blacks. Talking about Fifty Cent. She played Vivica Black on. Uh, yeah, she's in that show Empire now. She, she was so hot back in the day. She's still pretty hot. She's in her fifties. So she dated Fifty Cent ten, yeah. twelve. Years Curtis ago. Jackson. Yeah. So she has a new book out where she talks about their sex life. Mm-hmm. And he's not happy. Wow. She says most of the time I would be the one initiating sex because I really enjoyed making wow. love with him. Wow. She also described the sex as cherished and special, albeit PG thirteen. Really? Not good for Fiddy's reputation. Wow. It sex was PG thirteen? Mm-hmm. Imagine you get a ch- chance yeah, like to bang Viva, Vivica Fox in her prime and you're like, I don't know. Like she has to hit you up. So I think I talked about this. Like I think um, my maybe it was last year or the year before. Um, she said in the press that um, he she licked his what? mind. Oh, interesting. She that. get she, you mean she performed analingus? Yeah, on Fiddy. Yeah, during it. It was actually yeah. a 2015. Episode yeah. Of what, did she what, did she mention live. whether or not she was a syrup or jelly she, person? He said in response. Ed Daly prefers syrup. Now was, she thinks I'm gay because I let her lick my ass, which yeah. is a weird thing to say. Yeah, that's rude. That's rude mm-hmm. to, to to kiss and tell like that. And then he said, "Wait, I didn't also, want her to." She forced. If you're me kissing my- ass, you should brush your teeth before telling. Yeah, no, I agree. What were you saying, Kate? I forgot. Oh, okay. Something about how he wasn't into it. Uh, Yeah, he was, of course he was into it. You get, no one can force you to open your ass. Apparently her saying that about him made him feel like he had to defend himself. Like he wasn't gay. Like that's a gay thing to do, which is a very weird thing to say. There's a lot of nerve endings in your ass. I'm just saying, and if Stop. maybe you're and when Vivek is in there, maybe if you're getting a little older and your prostate's gotten a little larger, it needs to be. This could be my last story. Massaged. Maybe you're, somebody needs to help okay. you with your prostate. Maybe it's Vivek A. Fox. Probably makes you, you a loud comer or, some, or someone else. Yeah, I bet you are a loud comer when you're getting your prostate massaged. That's 100. <laughs> percent This is my favorite story. <laughs> I bet 50 Cent came very loudly. Curtis Jackson. Even though he doesn't, he says he was forced. I feel like this is Go bu- this is bullying. What birthday. you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> God, 
Go shorty. Lick my it's asshole. It's your birthday. I'm going to come loud like it's my birthday. It's a microaggression. That's the worst song, too. How did he even it have a hit with that? Song. It's so bad. Can we talk about my Find favorite me loud story? Come. He's, the worst, he's the worst rapper, but he's an even worse actor. He's a great actor. He's you so terrible. He's I so saw terrible. him stare at three different people in that movie. <laughs> so bad. Okay, Kate. Oh. What were you going to say? Who? More, more ass Am licking to discuss. Come? For Am someone that coming? hates the word cum, C-U-M, you really brought up the ass licking stories on this show, which What's is, this is a PG-13 show. C-U-M word, which I know, hate. It's a gross word. A lot of loud okay. comers. Ejaculate. I'm going to try and lead into the story again. The noun. Ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Lead in. That's my favorite Hey, story. lean in. That's my favorite story. Okay. At the moment. What? Don't know if you guys heard. Donald Trump Jr. Oh yeah, super cool guy. Yes, getting a divorce. Yeah, that, wife, that wedding picture is amazing. It's I great. can't stop looking at it. <laughs> it's great. The and brother, the brother, the brother. It looks like the slow adult brother. That is a bit special. Yeah, came with um, the frame. Apparently, uh, he romanced. Do you remember that all girl group, Danity Kane? I don't. I don't. No. One of the members of Danity Kane, Aubrey O'Day, was on The Apprentice and DJ Jr. DTJ. DTJ. Yeah. DTJ was DTF. Was Was he on The Apprentice? Did they have like the Trump children? Were they like characters on The Apprentice? I never watched it. He was a so-called advisor on the NBC show. Right. So apparently he fell for this Aubrey O'Day and romanced her and told her that his marriage was pretty much over and wanted to marry her. I mean, this is all gossip, but yeah. According to this article. Wow. And I believe she has a song that's like called DTJ or something that she wrote around that I time. I know that. I saw some, okay. might have been that story that you're looking at. And um, he also, they also showed where he was like tweeting at her like during the. She looks when they like were Wendy having Williams. Um, yeah. She, well, isn't she white? That's yeah, but I'm saying she's she's got the same like real plastic surgery look. Right, right. This bit of a transsexual vibe is what you're saying. Yes. Not bit. that there's anything wrong with that. No. I love that they're getting a divorce. I want oh, all of them to. I want divorce. them to be happy. Some people say they might be getting a divorce to hide assets. That could be true. Yeah, but hey, whatever. But there's a lot of money whatever. at stake. Yeah. You know, people will do crazy. Yeah, things. when you're a piece of shit. Uh, okay, Kate. What else? Anything else? Well, come on, do one sent, more. You had sent me a link for a story, and yeah. it was a real trolling link. Was it? Yeah. What was it? The title was like if I see something that you might want to talk about, title, I want to help you. I do the, the same thing with was, Ed. Tim Graw is a mess. McGraw is a mess. Oh no, that's what oh. I wrote. That's what you I'm got- saying. Yeah. So do, he's got the AIDS. He's got the That's AIDS. Rude. He's not a mess. Is he? Did he get on the cocktail? No, he's AZT. Just, he's just having a laugh about Dallas Fly, Buyers oh. Club. Him yeah, he's he's on the cocktail. Out on stage, <laughs> he's he, gone viral. Did he take the Magic Johnson cure? He posted a picture on Instagram of him deep sea diving, which is one of his favorite pastimes. Deep, with the oh, caption "Deep Sea." Yeah. Something yeah. about getting hydrated. Deep pillow biting. Do you think no, he, he just said hydrated? Do you think he goes deep just ass funny. diving? Um, you have to. You have to admit. I don't know if yeah, it was in that story. It might have been another one that I looked at. They had like one of his like recent like promo pictures, and he's looking pretty weird. Well, I don't. Very aidsy. Looks like he's I looking. Just know ex- at one point he was 
you liked him when he was in the Friday Night Lights movie and he was the mean dad that used to beat the one kid. That's true, I did. He's like, play football better, like that I did. Like and then he th- and then he throws his championship ring out in like the field on yeah. the side of the it's like, right. get rid of this, I don't need this shit. That's right. Yeah, that was. And now he's got AIDS. Peaking. He doesn't have AIDS. He doesn't. He's just very he, into CrossFit. He looks very AIDSy. And probably whole thirty. It might not like be me. full blown. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He's probably he's probably just the bug right now. Just HIV. It takes a while to go full blown. But he's so skinny. It's when they start getting the sores. That's when you can tell. He's not. He doesn't have AIDS. Okay. Any more stories? Stop spreading those rumors. Okay. We could get sued. That's true. No, he it's doesn't just, have AIDS. He it does not have AIDS. He only looks like he has AIDS. Uh, okay. Anything else, That's Kate? It. All right. Excellent job all the way around. We, great job, us. Jeez, we pulled we, it off again. We did so it's much every week. We did so much show. We sort of like froze out everybody's favorite part of the show. Fancy saw she was only here for a few minutes this yeah. week. It's unfortunate, but and then it was still the Brian and Ed show. For I a while. can only talk so long. Really? Like I'm talked out. I'm tapped out, but Brian look at all the fucking great shit I talk about. Night, no, I won't. Because he's like so sick of talking. Next couple days, uh, Ed, fantastic Wait, job. Real quick. Yes, Kate, what was the sitcom oh. of the Australian youth? Neighbors. Neighbors. That's not a sitcom. Oh, I thought that was a drama. A, uh, it's a drama. Opera. It's a drama. Situation Natalie and Bruce Lee, or whatever her name is. We didn't Nothing's really right, sitcom. I'm torn. We just had uh-huh. those type of Natalie like, soaps. Imbr- Imbr- Imbrulia. Prime time soaps. You probably had the British ones. You had the young ones. It was Wait, so, Faulty um, Towers. Yeah, we did. We had British shows. When I was growing up, there was this really um, out there British show called The Goodies. Oh, interesting. Um, with a bunch of comedians. With Goody Mob? Was Goody, the yo- the was young Goody ones Mob in and it? The Goodies. Fascinating. I grew up what, and Faulty Towers. And then you had, but you Alf. had some Amer- you had some Amer- did you have Alf? Some American sitcoms? Yeah, Alf and yeah. Fraggle Rock, which I used to watch. Right. Fraggle that's, Rock. That's a, that's a Katie show. What about Different Strokes? Did you have Different Strokes? Yeah, we had, well, I thought you meant Australian. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Different Strokes. Right. What are some other You didn't ones? have Three's Company. We didn't have Three's Cosby. Company. Cosby. Of course Different you had Cosby. Strokes. We had Cosby. Yeah. Punky. Um, Punky Brewster. What's the one with Michael J. Fox? Family Ties. Family Ties. Yeah. That was probably Cheers. my favorite. Cheers. Not really Cheers. Oh, much. interesting. What was the other one with... Um, Belvedere. Sat on his mm, ball. Cameron. Oh, Growing Pains. I think Different Strokes was my favorite. Growing Pains was a close Did you, up. when you were watching Growing Pains, did you, as you were coming into your own, becoming a woman, did and you what was the one with start, Alyssa Milano, who's the boss? You're, really you're, hold on. I'm still talking about Growing Pains. As you were becoming a woman and you're watching Growing Pains and your breasts were starting to develop, to develop and your Bonus hormones were starting to rage. Did like you this creepy voice you're doing. Did, did you have a stirring in your loins when you saw Kirk Cameron on Growing Pains? Or Bonus to Mom. Or Eddie. His, Eddie. his friend Eddie with the mullet. I don't think so. Who were your Who were your crushes as a kid? Or you just loved your horse? Um, I don't remember. Cricketer? Did you have a crush on any cricketers? Probably. Sportsman. I'd have to think. Don Brad, Bradweight. AFL players. Is <laughs> no? Is that a guy? <laughs> Wasn't that the cricketer? Mal Meninga? Was Mal? Were you a big fan of Mal Meninga? Wait, there was a cricketer the gr- that was hot. I have the, to Google. The greatest Australian rugby player of all time, Mal Meninga. No. Smell my finger. 
Uh, uh, Yahoo okay. Serious? Yeah, yeah. Kate met Yahoo Serious. How about Jacko? Yeah. Yeah. I, have, I, had a Ever Jacko? I had a picture with Oh, who's Jacko? Shane Warne was an Australian cricketer. He um, was a real bad boy. Oh, the bad boy of cricket. Um, who, He's like the um, John McEnroe. Yeah, he was a real bogan, yeah. but like, he was like sort of hot in his day. Yeah, Shane Warne. Shane-o. 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 All righty. Okay. That's it. We've done enough. Yep. Oh, my God. This show's gone almost two hours. All right. For the amazing Ed Daly. For the incredible, everybody's favorite, Fancy Sauce. I'm nobody's favorite. My name is Brian Beckner. I'm the host. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode 212 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Thank you.